gentlemen, the Coach JB Show with my main man, Darnell Smith, a.k.a. Big Smitty. I'm going to bring some light to the darkness, man. I'm going to light it up in this mug, man. So I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be fire and ice. Uh, even though you got you bring that heat as well, you might be that ice that cool me down a little bit. Played at Ball State. You've been at Fox Sports with great people around you. You've had Lil Wayne on your show. I respect, I respect the hell out of you to see that you're doing what you're doing and still doing what you're doing for real. The way you do it, man. You said from day one, you had the same enthusiasm. You keep the same enthusiasm and it's fucking contagious. We're about to give them this, uh, this fire and ice. The Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? The Real Coach AB getting it cracking. We're ready to go live on this thirsty Thursday. And it's going to be a little free game Thursday today because Jeff Nadeau's going to make a special appearance on a Thursday with us. And this ain't the Coach AB show without our main man, Big Smitty. Ah, what's going on, man? Good morning, Thirsty Thursday. Where's your cup at, JB? I got my bottle right here. It might not be no water in there. There might be something else in there. That's all I'm gonna let you. That's all I'm saying. It might be something yeah, else in this canteen. Yeah, I'm I'm stiff as a porn dick, man. Just waking up, you know, waking up, getting it cracking. Uh, yeah, all right. You know, a lot of lot going on today, dog. We got a lot in the show. Matt's gonna join us. Steve Kim's gonna join us. He saw our show when we talked about that soft pussy that was getting told talked to about Roy Jones. He wants to dive into that. He has some insight on that. So he's going to give us some shit with that. And uh, Jeff Nadeau is going to join us in a little free game. It's about to be it's about to be a wild Thursday, man. Thirsty Thursday. We're going to dive into so much. I can't wait, man. I'm excited. Shout out to everybody in the chat right now. Good morning. I see Uncle Mooch in there. I see Mark, Josh, Bree. Good morning, all y'all, man. And shout out to Mike, man. Real quick, Indianapolis, man. Uh, shout out to the city. I'm hearing that the, the 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 smoke is in the air. I think from the fires in Toronto still. It's from my understanding. I'm hearing the air quality is ass right now. So y'all be saying, is it? Is it really? I'm hearing. Well, I don't. I'm just telling you. I'm saying what the streets is telling me. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm hearing it's some crazy shit. I've been hearing it's not. It's way more than that. All Twitter blowing up this morning, dog. It's some conspiracy shit in the air. They're talking about it. Smells like. Rubber and acid, and and it ain't smoke, and they're poisoning us, y'all. And mm. they're talking crazy on Twitter right now. Everybody from the Midwest, Chicago, Naptown, St. Louis, they talking about this shit ain't no goddamn smoke. They got headaches, migraine, had to pull the car over, had to roll down the window. I mean, I've been reading all kind of shit early this morning, dog, from about three thirty this morning on. Yeah, man. I don't, man. Well, prayer T's and P's up for the entire Midwest, but especially my city, man. Uh, I see my boy B Waters in here. He said it's uh it's decent my way, but foggy. Well, that fog is is, is the shit you need to get away from. It might not be no regular fog, B White. It might be some who knows. So shit, stay your ass in the house if you can. And uh man, who knows, JB? Nothing will surprise me in today's world, today's America. Uh, but, but what can you do? If, if some shit is in the air. I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go outside. You gotta breathe. So hey, our, our very own Eric with the wrench said he got some shit going on. So what? I don't know, something man. Something is know. going on, man. Y'all be yeah. safe. It's good out here in LA, at least for right now. It is beautiful, blue skies. It's been kind of 
normal LA a little bit in the last like week or so, I would say. So knock on wood here. We'll see. Yeah, it just smells like Badusi here, like normal. Yeah, that's that's a regular day in the office here in LA. Um, man, a lot going on, dog. Quote of the day. Let's get you started. First of all, quote of the day. This show's brought to you by bluechew.com and betonline.ag. Uh, use the promo code believe B-L-E-A-V for betonline.ag. You got baseball tonight. You got some uh, boxing MMA this weekend you can bet on. And uh, we're going to have NBA Summer League very soon. You can bet on that mm. as well. Uh, Bluetooth.com. Uh, Big Smitty drives with Bluetooth both ways as he chews it and as he drives it. <laughs> um <laughs> I think it's his legs and his knees. He says it's otherwise. He claimed it's Bluetooth. We'll see. Jada will be the judge of that when the gray shorts come out. But let me let you know, Bluetooth.com, I'm telling you, it'll get your ladies right. Head on over there. Check it out. Bluetooth.com, the promo code JB Show. Um, quote of the day brought to you by Bluetooth.com, Big Smitty. Mm-hmm. We have two lives, Big Smitty. We have two lives. And the second begins when we realize we had we only have one. Mm. We have two lives. And the second begins when we realize we only have one. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of you guys ain't ready for that this morning. A lot of you guys ain't ready to hear that this morning. Uh um, right there, JB. Put on the ticker right there. We have two lives, and the second begins when we realize we only have one. Mm. Contrary mm. to belief, brought to you by Bluetooth.com as well. Um, put it on the ticker as well. Life is really simple, Smitty, but we insist on making it complicated, contrary to belief. It really mm. is, and there's a lot of excuses out there being made. But if I am walking with two other men, each of them will serve as my teacher, contrary to belief. I will pick out the good points of one and imitate them and the bad points of the other and correct them within myself. Mm. You coming in hard right now this morning, JB. What's on your mind? Hey, I've been doing I've been doing this quite a while, man. You know what I mean? I, I, and that's shit I really do right there. I'll take two slapdicks and, and learn from them. Hey, dog, I tell people all the time, the best staffs I've ever been on uh, coaching-wise have been the worst. Damn. Say that one more time, please, because I don't think Supreme Science heard you. I, the best staffs I've ever been on, meaning mm -hmm. I've learned more from these staffs than I have on any other staff, have been the worst possible staffs you can imagine. Because you learn how not to do shit. You learn what not to do. You actually learn um, how to take your lumps and your bumps on the, in the, on the head and keep pushing. The worst staffs, I tell coaches all the time, you need to go on, be on a shitty staff because a lot of these motherfuckers now are so enabled and so goddamn privileged. They're right. going straight to Alabama as an analyst, as a 19-year-old grad assistant, and these motherfuckers are getting there and think they this is the Taj Mahal of shit. And then they'll get fired in a year. They'll go to Akron, and they'll be like, fuck, what is this? And then they're out of the game soon because they become so lazy and enabled and expect instant gratification. They don't understand how to go work for some shit to get back to an Alabama. They've already been handed the keys to the Ferrari. They don't know how to drive yet. And it's like, I, I would make everyone coach Juco, dog, one year. I would make every motherfucker. I'm just I would also make every kid go to Juco. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, damn, damn. I feel you. Now, I mean, it's a good point. I mean, it even makes me think about a bigger conversation that we – 
we've had back in the days about in in life. I think I think I asked you like a month ago on one of our shows. Like, do you feel like you know it's more beneficial for for you know for kids or for people in general to go through like the struggle growing up at some point of their life, just because it kind of teaches them you know the real life life you know qualities and how to grind and how to make it through you know in comparison to being spoiled your whole life so it's kind of the same type of conversation just in a different category but i yeah. feel you though man i mean same with me i feel like i mean I, my route i didn't go to juco obviously so i mean i did go to d1 so i'm not gonna sit here and act like i just you know went through hell but there there, there is levels to d1 you know what i'm saying and i was at mac i wasn't yeah. at fucking bama or texas a&m so you know it was not the same lifestyle you know what i mean yeah. and, and i, I think it, you you have a different appreciation, you know what I'm saying? There is. Uh, Facts of Life today, 1950 on this day, June 29th, Big Smitty. Korean War started. My dad was actually uh, in the Korean War a little bit. He was a tank uh, mechanic and tank mm -hmm. driver. Uh, the U.S. President Harry S. Truman authorizes a sea blockade of Korea on this day, 1950. Um uh, mm -hmm. Crazy shit. Poll question, Big Smitty, brought to you by Bluetooth.com. Leave your comments in the section below. Who is the best coach in the NFL right now? Who is the best coach in the NFL right now? Drop your comments down below. I want to hear them because there's a lot of speculation out there, a lot of hate, it's a lot of salt being sprinkled that Bill Belichick isn't shit without Tom Brady. I wanted to dive into that this morning uh, later on, but first of all, I gotta give you some. I gotta give you some uh, hot take real quick, dog. Oh shit! It ain't a hot take. It's kind of a rant, but I'm not gonna do it myself. I'm, I got a rant later on set up. Uh, I did yesterday on Stefan Diggs, by the way. I broke it down too. I did the fucking comparison versus Justin Jefferson. I did it with pre and post Diggs. Shit, I think the Vikings been better off without Diggs, dog, and I think the Buffalo Bills better than without Diggs too. But that's just my daily rant yesterday. A lot of you might have heard it. Uh, today, though, dog, Dominique Foxworthy. Mm -hmm. You know this cat on ESPN? I, I know who you're talking about. I don't know him personally, yes. He played in the league. Played corner, I believe, for the Ravens. He, I believe, is the single dumbest human on fucking media, on, on, on any platform. I think he says shit just to say it. I think he's absolutely a fucking moron. And I'm just telling you, I've heard from multiple people, and I'm not going to say no names, but they know him. He's a fucking clown, dog. I'm just telling you right now. He, on this morning, already this morning, he came on fucking get up and said that if the the Jets got hard knocks, by the way, we're going to do a show tomorrow, Big Smitty, on the Jets and hard knocks. We got to do it because okay. I want to compare it to my experience on Netflix because contrary to belief, I've been told this specifically by both parties, HBO and Netflix. Do you know that there is no comparison to Last Chance You? In terms of what? In terms of just the, the, the viewership? You know, or what? Who, you know who Last Chance You's arch nemesis is as far as getting ratings, vote, you know, eyes on them, ratings, etc. People would hard think knocks? it's hard knocks. People would think it's hard knocks, right? Right. Hard knocks not even close. Not even close. Hard Knocks doesn't even come close as far as ratings, eyeballs, views. Last Chance You absolutely murdered Hard Knocks. The closest thing to, to Last Chance You is 30 for 30s. Mm, okay. That makes the 30 sense. for 30 series is Last Chance You's real arch nemesis. 
Having said that, though, I'm, I'm going to break all this down in our whole when we do this series, Big Smitty. I've been working mm-hmm. on every day with a couple production teams. They are very interested in coming to the Cigar Lounge, actually filming this whole thing out like a show. But anyway, um, and then you're going to have to come like be the moderator. But anyway, here's the thing about it. Uh, Foxworthy came out today, and it woke me up. I had to pop up like, this dumb motherfucker. He said that the Jets got the hard knocks. It's been uh, announced, actually, as of this morning. It's a full-go announcement. The Jets are getting hard knocks on HBO. He said, dog, that Robert Sala is a garbage coach if they can't weather the camera storm of hard knocks. And they shouldn't be bitching about having the cameras come to them. And hard knocks... Should just be a regular day deal. Nobody should trip. The Jets should go about their business, and it is going to be a garbage coaching job. You are. He said, "This is quote. I'm trying to find a video all morning long, and it's just not out yet." Yeah. He said, "You are a garbage coach if you don't win games in at New York this year because HBO's Hard Knocks is there." And I'm sitting there like, "Motherfucker, do you know that it ain't on the coach? It's about." About 90% of this shit is on what you don't see. Do you know I could not be around every single fucking kid that there's 35 cameras around watching certain people and what people do in front of those cameras are out of our control, you dumb fuck? Have you ever been filmed 24-7, you fucking idiot? And wait until a young kid now in this generation, a sauce gardener or someone like that who wants to be on Instagram Live and wants to have a social media platform while they're on hard knocks, does some stupid shit out of Salah's control, but he's going to be a garbage coach. And and this motherfucker mm. says some dumb shit, dog. He says this shit all the time. Him and Ryan Clark are the two worst. And and, and what's in effort? Kimberly Martin. God damn, she's fucking dumb as a rock. But anyway, those motherfuckers, man, I'm just telling you. It's so bad. This motherfucker, Dominique Foxworthy, homie. I had to just bring that up, dog. I had to bring that up. I, this motherfucker is such a fucking idiot. It's like, yeah, I, really? I see, the, I see the quote. I see the quote here. Yeah, you, you said you're a garbage coach if hard knocks is a is a distraction. Where's it at? Like, Where's well, it at? So I'm not seeing the. I'll I'll send you this little. I just yeah, googled I it. The clip. It's, it's probably not out yet. I tried to find it on Twitter or something. I couldn't find the clip. It probably didn't post. Here's this cat's morning. Let me break down this motherfucker's morning so far because I see he's getting absolutely blasted on Twitter right now. I'm glad. He said that the Lions are going to win the North, that the Packers are better with Jordan Love without Aaron Rodgers, and he's saying that America has 7 million people in it. This motherfucker said all this shit this morning, dog, on Get Up. Like, he's having a hell of a morning. Like, he does this shit all the time. He might be the dumbest motherfucker I've ever seen on on, on speaking. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, people do it. a lot of stuff for, 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 for clickbait nowadays, too, though, man. So, I, I don't know. Like, I'll tell you right now. It is bad, homie. These cats on ESPN, some of them, and I got some great friends there. There's some of them, dog, that's fucking bad, homie. I'm just like, God, dog. Man, I'm just getting into the chat. I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't see. There's it. It already. It's already moving. I didn't see we, it. We popping right now. We almost at 300, and it's been like 15, 16 minutes. So yeah, we need yeah. 300 likes. Yeah, we should already have like thousand though. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey man, I got. I got. I got. I got. I got a funny thing. I wanted to lead off the show real quick with. Talk to uh, me then. Talk to me. What's, what's uh, on your mind? Right here. 
It's a bear, and there's a little duckling, a little duckling swimming. Okay, all right. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. So far, so good. That's so sad. Bear's playing with the ducky. Yeah, that so cool. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. That's so sad. Look like Ash playing with the ball. I was about to say that. Remind me of Ash. Anna, stop screaming. I'm not. Oh, wait. wait. I want to see. Don't eat it. You just smelling it? You know what I'm saying? Hey, kids make everything, like, whatever it is, they make it times five. Like, they got me over here nervous. Here's the thing. I had a. I, I'm getting blasted on Twitter because I posted it last night and I called all these kids soft fucks. Oh anyway, damn. Let me let me let me let me let me break this down though. I said that you know I guess we don't teach the birds and the bees anymore. Meaning in totality, you know the life cycle, how the ecosystem works. Like we don't teach that shit no more. Like there's absolutely a pecking order on this thing, right? You know, right. human eats bear, bear eats duck, duck <laughs> eats worm. Worm eats ant. Like, I don't think, remember we used to be taught that shit? Yeah, for sure. Like, elementary like, school. Like, why is that such a shocker? Like, they've, ne you know why, though? Because we actually will take our time and spend on teaching the kids about the made-up humans right now. Shit. That's one of them. Mic drop on that shit. But I'm just saying, dog, we'd rather spend time on dumb shit teaching our kids that dumb shit. JB, it, it, really how life works. They're still kids, though, JB. You're going to be fascinated by all types of little shit that we as adults will look at and like, okay, like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, be real. It, even, even if I know what the food chain is and the order of things, I think it's still fucking cool when I see a damn cheetah chase down a damn fucking kangaroo or whatever and, and, and eat that motherfucker down. It's still good to look at. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I don't understand. I don't know why they don't have their parents not had the conversation that big fish eat little fish. Like probably not. What happens if this bear eats this guy? Two. Yeah. We gonna, Who do you blame? Gonna Who do you blame? Who do you blame right here, Big Smith? If this bear just rips this cat's face off, I blame the motherfucker recording for enabling them, and I blame the person who's feeding them. Because why? Why? You, listen, you don't go to an unwelcome neighborhood. I'm not going to just go to Compton and not call JB. They don't know I, me like I, that I, out there yet. I seen a brother feeding a bear the other day, though, like this. You lying. A brother, brother? Nah, I'm fucking with you. It's I'm about to say, hell no. Shit. It's WPS like a motherfucker. Booyah. Is this a telling video, though? Is this guy giving us free game? Mm. You notice what's happening? The bear's chilling. Like, you bring him a double cheeseburger, yeah, he, he might don't be cool. Want, he don't want the Big Mac, homie. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Miasa. Miasa. Tom. That's good. That's good. Tom. That's good. Miasa. He's like, get out of my face. Get that shit out of my face. Like, get out of here. Get that shit out of my face. Tom, what did you be, man? Come on, that way he is. Oh, Tom, 
How trained this big motherfucker is. You're not about to see me laying down with the bear with my back turned to him. I don't care. This motherfucker have a flashback. He might get scared. Anything can happen. He'll bite your whole fucking head. motherfucker was like pushing him out of the way, like, Nia, Nia, Nia. He's a Russian cat. He'll be the, see, he's the one that's on the Russian front line. Hold on, what do you say, JB, to the bear? Nia. And he's on the front line in Russia, dog. You know what I'm saying? He's the yeah. guy on the front line in Russia, dog. Right. Like, think Hell about shit. think about it. Like, real shit. Think about he's the guy that's on the front line um, in in these other countries, and the the front line on our country is fucking crazy. Like, we got these motherfuckers. Hi, I'm Kiko. I'm 23. Uh, I go to UCF. That's who's on our front line. That's the. That's why I'm worried, homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. Nia, Nia to a bear, <laughs> and we got fucking Jabba the Hut on our front line, a made up human. Like, hey, how did I know? How did I know you was about to pull that fucking video up? Like, I swear to God, I wish I could read my mind. I knew for a fact that you were about to pull that fucking video up to show who, who's on our front line. You should have let it play like, through. Fuck, homie. Alright, I got I got I got I gotta show you this dog. Get a car. I know. Dude, dude, you know what I knew? There was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine. And I go, mm-hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go, Well, once we found out when Fauci said, Okay, I'm sorry, but if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know, it's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. Uh, hey, David Spade, my boy. He's not my boy, but I've actually talked to him a few times, man. He's actually a fan. He had a he had a little rant where he used uh, fuckstick, shitbird, and slapstick all in it. And uh, I tagged him in it when he did it, and he hit me back. We talked for a while. I got to try to get him on the show, man. David Spade's funny as hell. So is Dana Carvey, man. Those are OGs right there. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. I, they're all clowning Fauci now. They're all calling him a fraud, dog. That's a whole other ball game. I don't know what's happening with that shit. Uh, man, oh, but I'm, man. I'm glad people are making light of this real fucking situation, unfortunately. Um, can't wait. We got Matt coming on hopefully soon. We got Steve, Kim. We got a three in a row, back to back to back. Bang, bang, bang. Like, yeah, no, back, we got back to back. Um. There's a I lot thought, of unfold. We got a lot of shit in the show. Lot of shit. So, I, I want to dive into though. I mean, on the on the fucking headline, you know, uh, uh, of the thumbnail, you're talking about yesteryear's athletes versus today's athletes. The differences. I want to dive into that, man. I know we're always on here debating, arguing, disagreeing, whatever you want to call it, on you know the game today, athletes today, the mindsets, you know, today of, of the athlete. The mindsets of the athletes back in the days, you oftentimes think that the athletes today are soft, where I disagree. I think the rules 
of the different leagues are soft, which naturally make the players in those leagues adjust to those rules so they can last and they're not getting fined. I think that today's players in any sport would have adjusted to the way the games were played if they were born in the 80s or born in the 70s or, or what have you, where you believe, no, these guys were legit different breed of cats. So that's that's where I usually see, see the disagreement there. But there's so much more that we can dive into when it comes to yesterday's athletes, today's athletes, the pros, the cons of both, who's better at what. And I think me and you can agree that today's athletes from, from an athleticism standpoint and a, a potential skill set standpoint are tremendously better, but they don't always maximize that because they're not putting in the proper work or the proper teaching uh, at, at the collegiate level and at the pro level to maximize that skill set. Where guys back in the days, maybe their skill set wasn't to the exact same level, but they busted their ass and make the most out of that. So I mean, let's dive into that. Man, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot that we can hammer in right here, JB. Um, right, let me, ask, let me ask you this: When you see our military, like let's say a whole pl- platoon in the army, yeah, sucking on dildos. Do you call that the rule change, or is that human fucking soft? That I mean, that's that's that particular example is human fucking soft. All right, so what's the difference then? <laughs> Hold on, JP. <laughs> I love you, JP, but that was not a good comparison, right there. I'm just telling you, dog. That's the fa- the fact of the matter. The reason I said that is because there's a human that's doing it. So if you give me an inch, I'm gonna take a foot. That's human nature, is it not? Yes. All right. So regardless of the rule, if I pay you an absorbent amount of money and you still choose to load manage, you still choose to not come back when you're fully healthy because you don't know. And I'm scared and I don't want to do this. And you're getting absorbent amount of money. How is it not a softer person? Human. What does that have to do with the rule? I get the rules been changed. We understand that. But let me let me break down a stat for you. 900 NFL injuries last year, 900, all-time high. The the recovery from those 900, all-time low. The Mm. fact of the matter is we don't know anymore because there's no hierarchy. There's no one holding them to the fire. There's no threat of taking your money. There's no threat of losing games. There's no threat of suspension. Here's the deal. Come back when you want. Take your time. Be soft pussies. That is what we're telling them. And I'm just being honest. Think about it. Think about, let's not, let's take the rules out. Think right. about a Ronnie Lott cutting his fucking finger off in the game and playing. Thinking about a Jack Youngbuck playing with a broken leg. Now your fight is, why do that, JB? There's more money out here to be made. Why would you risk that? Why would you do that? Makes no sense. That is still my point. That's the human nature of it, not the rule. The human wanted to play, Big Smitty. The human wanted to perform. The human wanted to do what he loved his whole life and play the game he loved. These cats don't play the game they love no more. They're worried about social media, video games, and a persona to to exemplify on social media. They don't do what they love no more. These players don't even know who fucking the greats are. I I even had players in Indy that didn't even know Eric Dickerson was. Like... I'm just telling you, it is a different breed. And I know you say, and we always say, I think totality, the players per capita are more athletic now than they were. But I still think the greatest athletes we've ever seen are from my generation. 
I hear you, man. Let me jump. Let me jump back into this, man. Like you, you use the examples, Ronnie Locke cutting off his fucking hand, cutting off his finger to go play. Like all of that sounds like a great movie to watch, but when you really take the emotions out of it, it just doesn't make sense. Like I mean, it's cool they did it. Like kudos to Ronnie Locke. It's no shot towards him, but I don't think that was probably the best decision to make. You hear about stories of people going out there with you know a fucking. Well, and let me ask you this: What would you know about Ronnie Locke right now if he didn't do it? I mean, that's just one of. I mean, that's one of the stories that that you that you want to. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It, I, it, I, I just want to put it in perspective. Like, what would you know? Like, what story? Like, Jack Youngbug plays with a broken tibia in a Super Bowl the whole game. That's crazy, and, he, and nobody knew about it. He didn't go tell. There wasn't no. You know, nobody knew about it. That is something that today I guarantee you they don't have a regret about. Like, let me ask you. Like, what 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 are you going to remember about? The the kid in Buffalo last oh. year had a heart attack. Oh, he's on Demar Hamlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demar Hamlin. That's what you're gonna remember about him. You're that not gonna remember attack. that he made a fucking Super Bowl saving tackle because he hasn't. But think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, no, so like without those guys though, and without that the, that that lore that those guys they they did these these crazy feats, that was not thought of back then for doing it for clout there was no clout to gain they did it out of pure love of the football game or they had to because the money back in the days was not the same either jb exactly both both all right come on all right i'm saying if ronnie lott was making fucking uh 20 million a year you're even you're making my point even if if ronnie was making 20 million a year i i i doubt he does that i doubt he does I, i still think he does I mean, we'll never know. So we're just, you know, we'll we're never gonna, know. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like, it's even making my point more clear. Like, the slap in the face by these young cats to not want to even pay homage blows my mind. To, to For you not to grasp that concept to me blows my mind. Like, these cats. So you're just like, you're in the, you're in the side of the fence that's like, give everybody a bunch of money regardless and let them go fuck it off. That's where you're at. Because no, we're seeing it in community, you know, we're seeing it in society, Big Smitty, every day. What, are, what, are, especially inner city kids, what do they do when they get their financial aid check? Keep it one hundred, homie. They, they blow buy it. They blow it on bullshit. Cell phone Jordans and a, and a and a and a necklace. Come on, man. Like, so you're telling me we're cool with that, and not we're not cool with hard work and perseverance? Like, come on, man. That's but, why. We're- Oh. Today's players are working hard. Like you don't make the NFL by accident. We're talking about it yesterday. I can't remember what the conversation was, but you're the one percent of the one percent. If you make it, to, make it to that fucking league, this shit ain't by accident. And not every athlete who makes it to NFL or NBA are just freak athletes. It's only a handful of just the crazy freaks. So my point is, if you made it, you had to bust your ass to get there. You had to bust your ass to stay. These teams aren't just handing you money just to hand it. More players are getting cut. Then, then, then the players are are, are making the, the big contracts and big money. You know that NFL stands for not for long. Most guys are out out the league by year three. If you make the year three, it's a blessing. So my point is, if you do make it, you earned that shit. You earned that money. You you you. If they're willing to pay you that money, that means you earned it. I don't care. We we can sit back and say, oh, he don't deserve that. Who are we? Who are we to decide who who earns a certain amount of money or who deserves a certain amount of money? If the fucking coach, the Patriots, the organization has decided that you're worth this this amount of money, then you're worth that amount of money. And if I if I have an injury that I don't feel great about, 
I'm not about to rush back on the field to prove myself because we've seen it happen too many times. We talked about RG3 the other day. He wanted to be tough and prove and prove himself to the team and show everybody that he's about the team. He goes out there and he fucks his career up. And it's like, okay, nobody gives a fuck now, but his career is fucked up. But we, you know, oh, oh it's, he's out there on the field. It's so tough. Oh, I can't believe he's fighting through the injury. But then he goes out there and he's looking like a shell of himself. And now we're like, oh, why is he playing? He should. It's like you can't have it both ways. Either, either you got to be that tough-ass guy who, just, who doesn't give a fuck about his injuries. He's going to go out there and play regardless. Or you're going to be smart, think about the big picture, protect yourself for the long haul, and you're going to sit out and let yourself heal. I feel like I, I try to rush my knee back after my injury, and the shit ended up turning south. So I've, I've experienced this, this level before where, to me, it's not it has nothing to do with being soft. It's about just having more knowledge of the business, making more money, and making more logical decisions. Because at the end of the day, you can love the game all you want, but you're in this game because of, one, the love, but two, three, and four, because of the money and the lifestyle they provide for you and your family. So if, if the, your career gets cut off short, because you wanted to be tough and prove yourself to fans and coaches, and now you're, you've missed out on millions or hundred thousands of dollars because you wanted to be tough. Who's like? So you're, you're telling me that these guys aren't milking injuries, huh? I can't. I can't speak for every single body. Majority, no. Majority people, no. Majority people aren't milking them. Majority of the people who are injured are not milking them. Is it a handful? There's always somebody doing something. So I'll never say no completely. Do I think majority of people who are injured are milking them? No, I don't. I disagree. Fool, 1,000%. I think they're milking them to the – why would you not milk them? You just said they make more money than we've ever had. Let me here's – my, here's my thing. Here's my thing. This is not a debate. This is an opinionated take by you and I. We both have our own opinion. There's no debate here because there's no – debate means you have to have some analytics and stats behind it. And I could get into stats and show you 900 people were injured last year in football. There was more injuries in NBA than ever. That's the stat part of it. But we, we don't have the stats from back in the day. So it's really not a – it's not a debate. It's just opinionated takes that we have that we'll disagree on, which makes great conversation. Here's the deal I have, though. Without the Ronnie Lotz and them wanting to play and knock your dick in the dirt and show how hard of a hitter I was, which he probably was one of the hardest hitters of all time, him and Atwater and 30 Andre Waters and all these different guys, why would you, Tatum, why would you not play? See, that's the thing. I don't believe there's a chance in hell that Ronnie Lott making $20 million still doesn't go out there with his ego and say, I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt with a broken finger. I don't give a fuck how much money I make. I make this money because of me knocking your dick in the dirt. The mentality is completely different. And I see it walking the streets. I don't need to just see it in football. I see it walking the streets, dog. Like, come on, man. You got to admit, you're different. You're not. The, the normal 30-year-old's not even like you. And you've admitted that before. Like, come on, man. The guys walking the streets are a direct correlation of this, 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 what we're talking about. It ain't just football, basketball, sports. It's what we see everywhere, every day. It's the same mentality you're discussing from the Walmart worker making $12 an hour. So how does that equate? The guy making 30 million is the same mentality as the guy making $12. I had a video set up, but it fucking won't work. 
This kid's being asked to work overtime at a fast food restaurant, and he breaks into tears crying about working an extra hour. Like, what? <laughs> like, dog, I'm just saying, homie. No, I, I feel you. For, listen, I, I will admit this. I, I think in today's world, because of just the advancements of technology and everything, that we have it a much easier than what you had it even when you were growing up. Just naturally, just based, based upon life and just years of, th- of things getting better, right? So because of that, yeah, subconsciously, there's certain things that we just don't have to do or did not have to do that you, your generation, and the generations prior had to do. So, yeah, could you consider that or us being softer because of that? Sure. I mean, I I can understand that. Like, motherfuckers back in the days had to ride Camelback. Well, we got fast cars, man, electric cars now. Motherfuckers got, you know, elevators. Like, I I know these are, like, little examples. My point being is that we've created things that have made our lives easier. We got the internet where I can Google whatever I want to and figure it out right now. Where in your generation, you got to just figure shit out. So, naturally, mentally... Your, your your brain has been molded to, to 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 grind harder back in your day because you had to, where my generation is more so like, what's the most efficient and the smartest way that I can get this job done with the least amount of work? You guys were like, what's the, just get, like, get it done. Like, you, you guys didn't really think uh, about- What you just efficient. said is creating, like, hard heads and soft asses, dog. I mean, I'm just telling yeah, you, right. like, what happens when you work your ass off for the time that you're at that specific job? You typically get like, better at that. What happened to that? Like, we don't have that no more. I'm just saying, like, what yeah. happened to where we're here for three hours, Smitty. Let's bust our ass, full go, hard, and let's not bitch and moan. Let's get it done regardless of what happens. If I sprain my ankle, I'm still going to try to fight out there and play. These motherfuckers are getting wheelchaired out for getting hit in the face, homie. Come you, on, you, man. You know what I think it is, JB? Garland last year, I did a whole video. Garland gets hit in the face. Motherfucker, I had to wheelchair the motherfucker out. Like, come on, man. Excuses are for excuses, bruh. I don't care what it is. At the end of the day, your excuses are they make more money. I wish I had that fucking excuse. Your excuses are there's more to lose. I wish I had that fucking excuse. Your excuses are... There's more science and more computer age. And like, come on, man. Like, why are we using these excuses? Players know the business now, JB. Mix Mini is the game. We still play the game that has given us the money. What happened to that? What happened to paying homage? Like, we don't pay homage at all. Wonder why we see kids that don't open doors for old people, that don't call old people, yes, thank you, sir, ma'am. Like, why do you, hey, yeah, hey, yo, hey, huh. like, you fucking disrespectful little bitch. Like, why do you think this is a correlation, dog? It is. It really is. I'm telling you, I talk to these kids every day. I think, I think today's athletes are just smarter, man. And we have more information in terms of like with the business side of things. Back in the days, players were just busting their ass, doing what they think about boxing and, and how many boxers had got their money fucked up because they were just worried about going out there fighting as hard as they possibly could, busting their ass, but never understanding the business. I think players now understand how these billionaires operate, how these owners think, how how they, man, at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about you. They want to know, what have you done for me lately? And as soon as you're not doing what they want you to do, they're going to release your ass, cut your ass, and leave you on the streets. So because of that, players understand that, and they're like, okay, well, my job is to put myself in the best financial position as I possibly can while I'm here. So I'm going to do everything I can 
to stay healthy, make as much many M's for me and my my kids, kids, kids. Because whenever whenever this owner, this this this, this team wants to say, all right, Darnell, you're going. All right, JB, thank you for your services. You're going. They can do and that. It's, it, it's interesting. You made that you made that comment, so I pulled it up immediately. I wanted to see if I could even find anything. I found something. It's not great research, but it's something. So you yep. said they're smarter now, and you said that they have more money, and you said they're smarter and business savvy. So why are they going bankrupt faster than we used to without all the money? I got see, I I, I got to look that up, Joey. I'm just saying, here it is right here. I'm not going to blow it out of proportion. It's forty-seven. They said it's fifty-one percent to forty-nine percent, and you got guys back in the day like Rocket Ishmael. Who, who only had a un, back in that day was an unheard of back then $4.5 million salary disappeared as fast as he earned it. I looked at my bank statement, he said, and I just went, What the fuck? Then we had Antoine Walker, first hundred million dollar yep. guy, one of the first hundred million dollar guys, broke his shit right now for any, and, he, and then he's arrested for writing bad checks in 2009, right? Right. What happened to the nine figure fortune? So, for, for every one of those stories you can mention, I, I can mention somebody who, 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 who then flipped and tripled and quadrupled but, their but time out, though. Now you're tripling these these amounts and losing it. You can't be smarter than what you just said. They're smarter. There's no way. Nah, overall, man, you can always find your stories. Listen, never nothing will, will, will ever be all, all inclusive or nothing. You'll always find some idiots in the group. You'll always find outliers. Man, in the group. outlier. We say it all the time. Yeah. Outlier. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I just think all I, in all, just because you make a lot of money at something, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, by chance, uh, yeah. inheritance, luck. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people that make their millions and billions uh, didn't have shit to do with earning it, and a lot of them fuck it off because they don't understand the value of the dollar. That doesn't make them smarter, bro. That no, makes no, 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 no. I agree with that. Opportunist, which yeah. is. He's a victim, not a victim. He's a, uh, yeah, victim of this particular era. Like, there's more money thrown out there now than there ever has been before. And you're paying guys that you call worth it, I say not deserving, um, or vice versa in the Lamar Jackson case. Like, we're paying guys every day. Ben Simmons, Kyler Murray. Uh, I mean, look at the guys that are getting paid that have done absolutely nothing. They're not even fucking playing. Mm. I, I, I'll argue Kawhi Leonard right now, Paul George right now. I'll argue a bunch of dudes in the NFL right now. So, like, I don't know if they're smarter, bro. I, I, I don't know if that's smarter. And if they become broke. Wow. I, I, I hear you, man. I think when we can, you know, this, this, this is going to be a forever debate. You know what I'm saying? I think I've said it before. I'm sure the generation before you think you guys were soft. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like it, it's always, and I'm sure in 20 years, I'm gonna look back and call this next generation, and we're just gonna keep doing it. And sure, it's gonna look different. Maybe people are a little softer, but that's just because it's like like shit, like shit, shit is easier now. If why why use the stairs if I got an escalator? Why use the escalator if I got an elevator? Why 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 walk when I got I got a car? Why so these are just everyday little things that just over the last fifty to hundred years, whatever things just changed. You know why? You know why? Because when no one's looking, you still do right. 
That is a true testament of character. That's why you do it. That's why you walk up the stairs when no one's watching you. I still go on the stairs myself sometimes, so I, I feel you on that. But I'm, I'm going to say, like, Jimmy, keep it real. Jimmy, keep it real, though. This show going to blow up and who knows, next couple months, it might take a year. I don't know. This shit's going to blow up. And we're going to have a full fucking team of people, producers, writers, and me and you, we going to sit back. We're going to look at the rundown for the, for, for the day, for the next day. All right, all right bet. Cool. And we're going to come here and do the show. Are we going to be soft now because we're making money and we got more? No, it's just like, I think we got to separate soft. No, and we earned smarter. that. We earned it. But, okay, but who who decides what we earned, though? Like, this we is four years in the making. Be me by myself, couple trial errors with some slap dicks, get finally get you. We blow it up while you're doing three jobs, four jobs. <laughs> we've earned it. That is I, the testament of earning it. I we agree, but we're worth. But you're what you're saying is not true. You're paying Ben Simmons, dog. What did he do? What does he earn? What the fuck does he earn? He Tell still had to get to the league. Tell me what he's earned. The mother, listen, hold on quick, hold on quick. Don't look at just the NBA by itself. He's been playing basketball his entire life. I'm saying this man's been playing basketball and, and, and getting better, preparing himself his entire life. You don't just wake up and become an NBA player. So, like, I get that. But you made it, though, right? You said you just said you made it there, right? Right, which means, hold on, which means you put in the work to get there, which means you earned that. No, you haven't earned it yet. This is a results-oriented business, dog. So, so wait up though. Time out. So, all these Heisman Trophy winners that are bust have earned a hundred million dollars. What did they do in the NFL? What did they do in the NFL? Nothing. Why are they earned it? How have they earned it? Just because you were great in college, don't mean you earned shit, homie. But hey, hey, dog, remember this, man. You already know better than anybody. What have you done for me lately? That is the I world we live in. Nobody gives a fuck about last year and the day before. They don't even care about the Denver Nuggets no more. Right. They're already talking about the Lakers are already closer to winning it than the Nuggets next year. Like, nobody cares. But so, listen real quick. I, I, I think these last couple years, you know, let, let's use Ben Simmons as the example. These last couple years, he's been, he's been, he ain't, he barely played. He's been a bust. But again, he did, there, there were seasons before that. <laughs> Where maybe we 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 might think he's not really his potential. That's one argument. Cool, but the guy was a motherfucking multiple time All Star, a guy who who averaged damn near, you know, like 15, 7, and seven. You know what I'm saying? Like like he, he was the second best player for a long time. He was the first best player, but the second best player on the Philadelphia team, perennial uh, a playoff making team. We thought he should be better. We think he should be better. Sure, that's one that's one conversation. But it's not like he just came in the league and didn't do shit. Was not productive. Wasn't a starter. Wasn't an all star. Wasn't like the guy. The guy got his money, and then he started fucking bullshit. I will admit that. So Ben Simmons is is a is a, a good example for your end. But again, it's always outliers. For every Ben Simmons, I I can I can give you. So what? So if they're if they've earned it their whole life to your theory, what happens to the motherfuckers out there in the world like like Earl Manigault? And Raymond Lewis and Verbum Day that 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 got blackballed and never made it, or the guy that was an All American like Hank Gathers who dies from a heart attack. Is his parents getting fucking reparations? Is, is it, are they getting paid because he earned it? Fuck no, homie. They ain't earned shit. He never played. Did Lynn Bias's family get the contract Lynn Bias signed for? Fuck no. No, no they didn't. But Man, if, no, they didn't. But, but if they, hey, but JB. Like if that. they do decide to pay you, then you earned it. 
I'm not talking. If once the contract is once the contract is signed, if a motherfucker come to me right now and say, "Darnell, here's a here's ten million dollars," a motherfucker might be like, "Darnell, you didn't earn that shit." Time out. You're you're, you got two different things separating, dog. Talk to me. Of course, you're not gonna turn down the money they gave you. No one's gonna do that. I'm not saying be the better guy. Say no to a hundred million dollars. No, I ain't saying that shit. I'm saying you have not earned that shit, though. And if you do get the blessing of that bag, you need to go prove that you're worth the money that you paid. You got paid. That's what I'm telling you. You're saying that you've worked your whole life playing sports and you deserve to get this money. And I'm telling you, what happened to all those guys that deserved it that died or got hurt or didn't make it? It's like, unfortunate. They didn't it's earn it. It's they earned it, too. It's unfortunate. They, I don't see their people getting paid for their greatness coming through high school, college, and being a Heisman Trophy winner or Final Four final champion. Or I mean, like, dog, it, you got to show saying. it every day. You got to show up to work every day and, and earn your keep, don't you? Let me ask you this, thing. Let me ask you this. If, 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 a player, if a player is getting a $100 million contract, like, say, an NFL quarterback, what, what – like – what would one have to do, in your opinion, prior to receiving that hundred million dollar contract? Like, the, the, I think I think the thing that me and you disagree on, really, when I think about it more, is the, the definition of earn. What, like, how do we define? Like, that's such a loose word. To me, earn might be one thing. To you, might be another. It's like, how do we? How do like the teams and owners define what earn means? If a, if an owner say, you know what, I want to get Patrick Mahomes five hundred million dollar contract for ten years, in his head. Mahomes earned, and that's just one example. But my point is, whatever they decide to pay you is what you've earned. Like I don't, I, there's, there's no other way to like decipher it. I mean, I think I, Michael Jordan came out recently and said that we're paying players for what we think they're worth, and they have never proved anything. Jordan just came out and said it the other day, and I was like, "Fuck!" Finally, somebody said it. He said that we're paying guys based on what we project them to be. Where back in the day, we've never paid a person in their life for what we project them to be. We are paying guys off projections now, like the Ben Simmons and the Kyler Murrays and the all these different people, off of projections, and they're breaking the banks of the owners, the GMs, and firing coaches. And there's an old adage in the coaching world, dog. Stars will get you fired. Five-star recruits will get the coach fired bigger than shit because – those are the guys that are fucking lazy, cancerous, fucking shitbirds. And the two and the three stars, if we really want to break it down, there's more of them in the NFL than five stars. Yeah, for sure. So, so stars will get you beat just like projections will get you fired. And that goes for GMs, coaches. And the only ones protected is the owner. And in Daniel Snyder's case, not even him. So, like, there's... You. There's shit that rolls downhill, dog. It shit, all shit rolls downhill, and and the cream to and cream rises to the top. And the bottom line is, projections is what we're paying guys on, and that is why I say this is the softest fucking era of all time. Regardless of your rules and all the bylaws that have changed, I get all that your sake, but still, if we didn't pay them on projections and we paid them off what they're worth. Not what they deserve. There's a difference. Then we'd be a lot better off. You'd have a bigger salary cap. You'd have more players. You'd have more competitive edge in the NFL and NBA. You'd have a better competitive balance. You'd have more loaded rosters. But we have big three. And then after that, the Nets had who? 
Fucking Harris. But let me ask you this, JB. Haven't we always paid off potential? If, I, if, if my memory serves me correct, didn't yep. Magic Johnson sign a 20-year, $1 million a, 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 a year contract? They didn't reach that point. But my point is, he signed a 20-year deal. That's that that's projection. Like, no, like, it was projection that you make it to this 20 years. If At any given time, that contract was cease and desist. It was over. They didn't make it to that deal because, of, of course, who he ended up being. Right, right, right. That, that deal was a shoe deal. Through Adidas, I want to say that was a shoe deal with Adidas mm. in first in the beginning. If and I even saw it, I think on the show air about Michael Jordan because everybody was going Adidas at that time. There was a shitload, Magic Bird. Everyone was going to Adidas, and that was a shoe contract. I think they put which was the biggest one, and Jordan wanted a bigger one when he got into the league. So I think it was a shoe deal, a twenty-year deal, twenty million. All right, all right, that's cool. Let me ask you this then: Was Michael Jordan broke before he won his first? Converse, ring? sorry, Converse, not Converse. Was Michael, jo- was Michael Jordan broke in the NBA before he before he got his first ring? You know, it took him seven years to get it. Like, was did, did, did the NBA not pay him before he got the first ring? No, they did pay him, but he was the lowest paid. He, he was the lowest paid what? Did you see his contract? They just showed it. I just saw it the other day. He didn't get paid until, what, year nine in the league? Year eight? Like, really paid. Of course, they made money. He wasn't broke. Nobody's broke in the NBA unless you're an idiot. But he didn't get that big dollar until year eight or nine. I just saw. I just read something about the whole thing. And, and then and then remember, he forced himself. Like, him and his, his mom and his lawyers didn't allow him to get a certain amount of dollars before a certain amount of years. I just read a whole thing on him. Like, I hear you. It's fascinating what he did. Now, he's still, I'm sure he's not going to, man, I can't go to McDonald's today. I'm broke. No, he ain't going to fuck. He wasn't broke. <laughs> what I'm saying is he didn't get that big bag yet. He didn't get that big money contract yet. Plus, we know the era was different. So there wasn't that big bag like that. Well, but it, it was, I'm, saying, I'm saying for that time Magic frame. Was getting it. Bird was starting to get it. Dr. J was starting to get it. Like those type of cats were starting to get it. Then Barkley blew up with the with the commercials and all that shit after he started Tomahawk dunking on everybody. Then they said, Oh shit, who's this guy? He got started getting it. And it wasn't it wasn't astronomical, not even close to what it is now. Well, I'm saying again, you have to you have to change it. You have to alter for that time frame. I'm not comparing to numbers now. The numbers gonna keep going up. In 20 years, these numbers are gonna look small. So I get that. My point, I guess my point being is that I understand what you're saying. Like you gotta earn this shit. And each year is its own entity. But like, if that's the mindset, then players should come into the league earning like fifty thousand dollars salary, like regular job. And each individual year, you you should be on one year fucking deals. And depending upon what you did for that one year, will determine your pay. Each year should be one year. You should never get any long term contracts, no five six years, because anything past a couple years, we're projected. Like that's all we're doing. I don't care. I don't, even if you won a championship this year, if I if, if I sign to a five year deal. I'm doing that because I'm hoping that within that next four, four to five years, you're going to bring me another championship. Or, or, or you're, you're always projecting. So, like, that just comes into payment. There's just no way to not do it. If I pay you anything, I'm technically projecting. Fox is projecting. When they hire me for my position, they're projecting. They're assuming that I'm going to add huge value within my position. I'm going to bring that value uh, 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 to, to a high level. And they're paying me for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I don't think so. If you're you are projecting, if you had a if you had an IG video today that went and had 30 million views, I guarantee you something's gonna happen where they'd be like, "Oh, we gotta get you on the show today." Your worth just changed. They they're now they have a problem. They're not paying you for that. 
How do regular jobs work, Smitty, every day? Like, why is this so different? Because they're still protected human resources, still protected by employment laws. They're still protected by all the same shit. The Walmart worker, the NBA player, they all have the same shit. They can sue for the same shit. They have fucking employment rights. Why is it different? So you're telling me that the GM at, at, at Stater Brothers hasn't worked his way up and doesn't earn what he gets? I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm I mean, saying I mean, it works every day in the regular job field. Why? Or why are we holding these cats so to a, such a different standard? And they actually, because your hardworking dollar is paying their salary. And guess what? I show up with my nine kids and watch Kawhi Leonard, and he don't even fucking play. So why is it not the same? Why are we holding these fucking soft pussies at a whole nother standard? Like so what? So what? So so what should we do? Walmart worker. What should we do, JB? What? What? Because I'm a solution based person. What should we do? Should we go on a year to year base and we pay you just to pay what you did that year? What should we do? Like, I mean, should, should, should players crack in? Should players crack in? It's ignorant for me to speak on it because there's never gonna. I'm never. Gonna, we're not. We're too small for any human to ever say anything. We're not gonna. We don't have no say in the thing. What? What I'm saying is like, if it was, if I'm the commissioner or something, it's yeah. not even. It's above that. It's a union. There's CBA. I mean, there's so much things. There's so many things involved. The thing is, like, if you just ask me, JB, you're God, you can control what happens. Right, right. Yeah, I'm paying them year to year. And if you if you get injured based on what my doctor says, my doctor tells you that you cannot go. You don't get paid, dog. You get a you get a um, pension. You get a pension, so you'll get some money, but until you're healthy again, and then you get back on your salary. I just think it makes for better fucking banter. I think it makes for better league. I think it makes for more competitiveness. I think it makes the college player work harder. I think that the NBA and NFL player that's not playing right now that are on the last end of the bench have an opportunity to get in and show their worth. And then maybe that guy ends up being the guy. But we're paying guys on what? Projections? Yeah, we are. I get you from from a fan standpoint, it might be better. You might see a little bit more competitive because players are like lit, like they're fighting and clawing to fucking get out there because they have no choice. But from what about the play? Like, do we do we think about the players ever? Like, what about from a player standpoint? I have no security. I'm year to year, and if I get hurt, I'm a, my my salary's my my salary's gone. I'm getting a fucking pension. I'm getting five thousand yeah, dollars a month. Just like you do as a mailman, getting bit by a doggy but, dog. But, but all things, look, life ain't fair. You know that, JB, more than me. All all jobs ain't equal. It is what it is. Uh, NBA players is not a mailman. It is what it is. Have the same employment law. They have the same employment rights. It ain't the same. It's by it's a federal rule law. It's not a different deal. By the way, we, you and I in America, hold the standard for the NBA and NFL player higher. But the fact of the matter is, they're not higher. They're Their the value is, ball. we talk about value, the money that they generate. These billion dollar industries is because of the player. It ain't because of the fucking oh, owner. It ain't because of the coach. It's because of the players. There's a bunch of fanboys out there who pay their salaries exactly. by going to their games. Exactly. But but regardless of how we feel about it, that's the fact. They generate billion dollar industries because of the players. So if I'm, if I'm that valuable, if I'm bringing your industry billions of dollars, you better fucking break me off. Yeah, because you're rich as fuck off my back. You want, you want. Come on now. You want a dude to play one good season, get a 10-year contract, and then miss three years in a row and still get that same money. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is, JB, I'm not going to feel sorry for billionaires. 
So I don't give a fuck if a player if a player is making ten Here's million dollars. Now, hold on, though. There's two sides of this coin, though, bro. Let's do it. Let's do it. The billionaire also had to have gotten some break or earned the right to pay the millionaire, or you wouldn't be a millionaire. So when do you thank the billionaire for drafting you? When do you thank the billionaire for paying you? When do you thank the billionaire for changing your family's life? Cool. Um, what do you mean, when do you thank him? They thank him. They, they, they thank cr- him. You're, you're all, all you're talking about is gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give when have you thanked the billionaire? You're blaming the billionaire. I would be kissing his ass. He just changed my life, homie. And now you're you're telling me that we want to, now we're trying, now nah, fuck that billionaire. I, I don't feel sorry for him. He just changed your life, homie. I'm, saying, I'm not. I'm not. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm not. But I'm saying. Nah, man. Try, you try yeah. to take money out of my pocket. I, I got, yeah, you didn't even think about it. No, I did. I did. I, I still stand by what I said. I said I don't feel bad for him. I'm not. I'm not saying fuck the billionaire. I'm saying he's a billionaire. So I'm not. I'm not gonna feel bad about me taking a, a fucking million dollars out of his pocket. Ooh, ooh, ooh. without but me. It sounds to me that it, that's enabled, though. That sounds like oh. Anyone's gonna give me a million dollars? <laughs> no, no, they're not. not. I, again, you've had to earn it. The problem is you don't think they've earned it. That that that's the only separation right now. You, I believe they've earned it because why would a team play, pay you if they don't think they don't think you put in the work to earn it? You disagree. You think guys have not done enough to earn? That's a, that's really the big disagreement right there. Uh, we we define earned differently. That's yeah, because I think there's worth and I think there's earned. I think there's two different things. I think that what you're worth, you have. So what you're worth means you've deserved that bag by what you've proven on or off the field or court. What you're worth is what you have deserved to that point. So that is how I define it. So that means that I've deserved four years of pay because I've proven four years without big pay that I balled out and I played hurt. I played injured. I played. I was available. Now I am deserving of what you're worthy of paying me. All right. That is how I break it down. Now, you want to pay them off projecting their worth without proving or deserving anything. I'm not That's- saying pay the guys on draft day, JB. Stop it. I'm not saying. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, no. I- I'm, I'm saying I'm saying I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, okay, with the second pick of the NBA draft, the Philly Devil Sixers draft Ben Simmons, here's $100 million. No, I'm saying this motherfucker was an all-star for multiple seasons, played for multiple seasons, made Philly a perennial playoff team for multiple seasons, and then he got paid a big bag. Now, we could disagree about the amount, but that like he to, to say he didn't earn it, I just don't – I don't understand it. Like, it, like th- th- there was work put into the league. Before the contract, they didn't just say here hundred million dollars. Like that's all I'm saying. Like, and, and, and here's the thing: I know you say what you're worth is what someone's willing to pay you, right? Yeah. Okay, that's the problem. Like, that is the issue right here because we're paying dudes to keep them on our roster, just as a college coach is paying a dude or begging the dude so he don't transfer. It's the same thing, and it's biting them in the ass, just like I've said with the transfer portal and these coaches sucking these kids' dicks to keep them there. And at the end of the day, they still transfer and make you lose all credibility in your locker room because you've kissed their ass, allowed them to miss class, allowed them to miss practice, still started them, still gave them an NIL bag, and they still fucked you and transferred. 
And I sent you a text last night from a D1 offensive coordinator, and high school kids now are transferring within different high schools and asking the high school for 500K. Like, come on, dog. You don't think we've created this monster? Don't, there's no one else to blame. The owners, like you say, to defend you on this, yeah, the owners are paying what they think they're worth. Guess what? They're wrong. Because if this motherfucker, you think he's worth that money, and guess what? Yeah, we're not going to turn it down. Fuck no, we're going to take the money. And I don't feel sorry for you giving me the money. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, though, there is a difference between deserving and what you're worth. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I don't know. That's just me. All right. um, I, guess, I guess my closing thoughts, players, make that money. <laughs> I mean, that's what it all is about, though. That's what everybody says, though. That's all everyone says. I mean, I feel so, you, man. I mean, everybody's saying get their money. Everyone get the money, get the money. But to me, that if you look at it, I mean, it's kind of created a soft ass, don't you think? A little bit. Hey, I take a soft ass and a big bank. <laughs> hey, I've been hard long enough. All of us will. But yeah. I'm just saying, if we couldn't talk about this, there wouldn't be nothing to talk about. So, no, nah, for sure. I'm with you. That's uh, a great discussion. I, I feel a lot of your points as well. So, uh, uh, here's yeah. a great segue, though. You wonder what? Wonder why we're fucked up. You wonder why we're fucked up. This motherfucker can't even wipe his ass yet, Smitty. And he's full tatted. I know they're fake tats and all that, but what, what, why? You know, they think it's cool, man. You see all the athletes wearing, you know, with tattoos. I mean, we we've all done certain certain things because like a, a a role model or another player did it. Whether it's the way you wore your headband or how you wore your wristband. I'm sure there was something you did, JB, when you were a kid. It was because you saw a uh, uh, fucking Joe Montana or whoever, somebody else who you looked up to who did that. As kids, we all done that. You got to admit that, JB. Yeah, but that's not. Right. Here's the thing, dog. Right, Let's be clear on this. Another, it's the same discussion we just had. We won't get into it for an hour, but I never, I never did what you did. That's me speaking. That's me. I never wore Jordans. I never wanted to wear a jersey of anyone. I never wore the heron bone because all the homies had it. I, that's not me. And I grew up with a lot of cats with the same mentality. So there was a lot of us that thought that way. I would never get a tattoo uh, because someone else had it. Like, it's just not me. Sorry. I'm not going to get a tattoo of mom because everyone had mom tattoos back in the 80s and 90s. I'm just not. I wasn't going to ever do it. That wasn't me. So I don't feel, I don't agree with that. Because I just think that the parent who's allowing these kids to do so, we have to agree on that. This is a parental yep. decision. The kid ain't just going. Now, the kid may now go out there and get it. Shit. Now that he knows he's seen it, now he's seen it. But at some point, the parent, the parent allowed it. But number one is the parent soft as pussy. You, 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 you're putting these kids in this shit and you're now liking them, these kids, straight up followers. They're following the leader, dog. Like, there is no more independent thinkers out here. We are creating follow mindsets. Follow, follow, follow. Man, I would, my dad would be like, boy, get your motherfucking ass over there. You're going to be the only one out there with no tattoos and, 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 and you're going to be the coldest motherfucker out there. You're going to change the narrative. Like... I guarantee my dad was alive. That's exactly what he would say. I wasn't going to be allowed to follow the pack. Fuck no. We are pack followers, homie. This whole fucking, everyone I see every day from NBA, NFL, 
We are pack followers, dog. When are we going to lead the pack? Like, I'm curious when we're going to break out and lead the motherfucking pack. Everybody follows us at some point, JB. I don't care what I don't care what you say. At some point, you did some follower shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. You might can't remember it. It might have been a long time ago. At some point, whether, whether maybe it wasn't what you wore, maybe it was something you did because you're, it was the peer pressure. You know the real peer pressure of being a young man, young teenager, whatever, growing up in, in, in those years. We've all done somewhere. It's like looking back, like ah, that, that that wasn't really me, or I didn't really want that. I just wanted to to you know feel feel whatever, accept it, cool, whatever that feeling was. If we all in this chat and just kind of really sitting back thinking through, we've all been there. But I agree with you. It's not the right thing to do in a perfect world. Nah, be a leader. Do do what do it do what's in your character. Like we get it. I agree with you. But I'm saying in reality, especially at nine, ten years old. We've all, at some point, one way or another, did something where we were following somebody. Like we got, we got to keep it real. It's the JB show, Big Spin. We got to keep it real on here. We got to. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, hey, now there's so much going on in the show today. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Steve Kim will join us in about 20 minutes. Matt couldn't make it. Matt will come on tomorrow. Jeff will be on today, and Steve will be on. We got about 20 more minutes. Uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's a lot going on? Football real quick, though, because this was sent to me by my buddy before it broke. I got this before anybody. Um, Mm. This is a trending deal that's going to happen. The Georgia big-time recruit um, went on a visit, all right, and uh, he still signed. He was still signed by Kirby Smart and the Georgia staff after – sexually assaulting somebody on a visit and basically forced a girl or to do oral sex on him. Mm. And he was super loaded, missed his curfew and basically just did what he wanted to do. And now still signed. And this broke last night. Um, I got it a little time before it hit the new, the wire. I got it from my boy, the same coordinator that I told you about. Um, He's saying that this time, even though Kirby won't ever get too much heat because he wins, that's just how this thing works. You can almost do anything you want if you win. But this will be getting, this will get some traction by all the females out there, all the women's activists, all the right activists, all that shit's going to hit Kirby today. You're going to hear a lot of drama today about Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs because Mm. this right here, uh, I don't know. a lot of Division One coaches last night about this, and uh, they all think it's bad business. This is going to be a bad look. Like, just what? dog, yeah. take your loss. Let them. Don't sign them. Yeah, like, like, them. but you signed them. So what? Um, whatever happened? Like, do we know any, any more information as far as like is it a pending case? Was he cleared? Was are these just allegations? That, like, like I, I kind of need more information because again, you know well, it too. It, Let's be. It came out like about two weeks ago. From what I understand, the whole thing came out like two weeks ago. But what I heard last night was that today is going to be the hammer drop on Kirby and Georgia is what I'm saying. So I, from what I'm hearing is they're going to drop the hammer on them, not sanction them or nothing, but they're going to drop the hammer on them as far as public image and persona. They're going to just annihilate them on social media today. A lot of women's activist rights are getting together. They're going out there. You might even see picketers around that motherfucker from what I heard. So they signed a guy who committed a sexual fucking assault and basically violated every team rule that he puts in place on a visit. 
and shitted on him and said, fuck you, I'm doing whatever I want to do. And now there's people not only, now this is the problem you're going to have, Bixby. I've been telling folks, we talk about this all the time. What does the D tackles that are on scholarship right now think when you sign this dude? I can do whatever I want and I'm going to be still going to be here. No, I'm going to transfer because I don't make enough money and you're paying this dude how much money and I get to mm. do every, I got to do everything by your book and I get, and this guy can come in and do everything. I'm out. Like that's the distinction you're going to have in the locker room, dog. And that's, that's, that's becoming more and more of a thing. So I don't know, dog. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. But when you win, you can do whatever you want. That's just what the nature of the business is. That is true. I do want to add this real quick, and and this is obviously outside of the sex, the sexual allegations or whatever. I'm just speaking in general from a guy who been on official visits before. I'm gonna be real with you. A lot, a lot of, a lot of players on their official visit are drunk, high, partying. Maybe they didn't get caught and they didn't go to the police station. That's what you want to get the kids signed. Let's keep it real. I'm going to be real. Everybody everybody that hosted JB. But guess what? I put (laughs) certain dudes with certain dudes. Yeah, yeah. So so I know. Yeah, dog. Come on. Everybody I hosted committed to Ball State. I'm going to be real with you. Everybody I hosted had a hell of a time. And I can't tell everything that they was doing, but they was doing whatever they need to do to, to commit. Of course. Whether that was whether if I knew the girl down the hall, if I knew what she was about, you know, there might be some conversations that that was. I'm just saying, whatever the case the case, case may be, shit was happening. So no this happened. Explanation point. Explanation point. So Hayden thinks we're all good. It's a good. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, listen. It is slippery slope though. No, that's the thinking we have. That's the issue. But JB, be, be real though. Be another Jalen Carter. He'll fuck you in the long run. But be real quick, JB. And I'm not saying this girl is lying, but we know a lot of instances where, where girls are lying on, on on players' names. So again, that's why I said it's kind of tricky because when it, when the word says allegations, I don't think a motherfucker should just be punished because a motherfucker came out and said you did. If a girl came out today and said Darnell Darnell did this to me, and I know for a fact I didn't do it, I should not lose my job and lose everything because somebody just said it. So that's why I'm saying. Oh, I don't, of course. Yeah. I mean, I've dealt with them all life. So I, I trust yeah. me. I know more than anybody about that defending these kids for right. these allegations. Trust me. And I think the girl should go to jail the same amount of time that the guy would have got, the girl should get for mm-hmm. faking and lying and doing all these things they do. But yeah, I do I know agree. guys do this too. Right. So that's why I slippery slope. And apparently, from everything that I know, this happened. Now, were there files charged? Doug, you're in fucking Athens, Georgia. Right. It's not like you're in Los Angeles. You don't think right. you just saw Miller walk away scape free, dog, by giving a dude a pistol that committed a murder. What do you mean? You don't think this backwood fucking country ass fucking hick town paid off the girl and her daddy? Come on, man. Kirby Smart, you don't think Kirby has a slush fund of money waiting to be distributed for all his kids' fuck ups? Mm. I had that in Juco, homie. Mm. Break Come it on. down, JB. Break it down. Give him this knowledge, JB. With the times, all this slush funds for fucking up a house, apartments, fucking up and putting punching a hole in the wall in a fight between mm. roommates. There's slush funds to pay the landlord off so he don't say shit to the media. Get mm. the fuck out of here. You guys all need to wake up. But that's the difference between motherfuckers that don't know shit about this intricacies Right. And then the ones that come out on Twitter that know every fucking thing. 
You, hey, that's why that's why we got that's why we the really show on, on, on the internet, and that's why we need 500 likes right now. So if y'all ain't hit the like button, I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know what you're doing, D Jones, LM, Wooski, Mark. I, I know baby girl NYC. I know you already hit the like button. I ain't gotta say nothing to you. So if y'all ain't hitting the like button, y'all ain't sharing the stream. I don't know what you're doing, man. JB, I love when you bring that real behind the scene knock. A lot a lot of people they ain't they ain't play college football, they don't know about, about that. that but emergency no, about this, though. You think Colorado, Nebraska, and Oklahoma were national powers with a bunch of LA kids in the 80s and the early 90s because they did everything by the fucking book. Hell no. Anybody successful at that level, they doing something. Oh, Colorado ran a goddamn prostitution rink on campus. Get the fuck out of here. I know what was happening. Come on, dog. Like Colorado, Oklahoma, Nebraska had the best talent in America at that time. Those three schools were national powerhouses. They won natty, 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 all different, and they're all in the same league. Mm. Full of LA kids, full of South Central Compton LA kids, all three rosters. And from Troy Aikman to Jamel Holloway to Darian Hagan to Eric Bienemy, I mean, I, the list goes on. Lawrence Phillips, I mean, I could break it down for a fucking year. You'd think the motherfuckers wanted to go to Lincoln, Nebraska, Boulder, Colorado, and Norman, Oklahoma from the hood in LA. You don't think they would have went to SC or UCLA and stayed home in the big bright lights of LA? Get the fuck out of here. There was something happening, homie. I'm gonna tell you like that. They might have been looking ass. Oh that's a deep now you now we dive into they the weeds. They might have hipped their ass to some shit I've been trying to tell Jada and them about for months. See, that's the that's thing about JB. If JC, if JB was getting recruited right now by all the teams in the country, he's going, going on, on his official visits. The school that had the best ass eaters will be the school that JB would commit to on the spot. He would sign the dotted line right there, hunch back up, four point stands, looking back with a baddie eating his ass. And that's what he would commit to. You a nasty motherfucker, JB. I love you though. I love you. I love you how real you are, but you nasty. Hey, 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 nasty tell you. Let me ask you. Oh, have you shit. tried it? Nope. And I don't want to try it. Hey, see, that's, what, that's the nope. ignorance is life nope. threatening, dog. Yes. And you're going to try it. You're going to try it. I'm not getting my ass ain't ever in my life. Try it. And it, it could be in 10 years. It could be in 15 years. If I'm still around, you're going to hit me up just like everyone that I've ever told to do it and, and, and said, hell no, that's gay, coach. That's, 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 that's sus. What is it, sus? We call it sus? That's sus. That's sus. And in 10 years, hey, real quiet, too. Hey, coach, man, that shit, man, was fucking unbelievable, man. I never had no shit like that in my life. I felt like I was in the pen getting ran through. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Pause. 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 Uh, Hi, that's what I'm saying. JB the most gangster motherfucker. He from Compton. He'll bang on you all that. And then five minutes later, he gonna let a girl eat his ass. Fucking that's right. You know why? Because gangsters are comfortable in their sexuality. Don't get it twisted. Man, my 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 man JB be in his bedroom with a with a with the pistol getting his ass ain't like the same. He don't know what he wanna do. He got he got the Glock in the right hand, looking over his left shoulder, getting his ass at the same time. You ever seen don't don't you get juice in, in the hood with my, uh, in South Central motherfucker eating it and, and motherfucker with the pick like motherfucker don't give me that shit like let me let me eat my food homie man he was talking about getting fucked in the pen 
<laughs> That's what oh, the players movie is to this day, man. And look like everybody, the fellas are on my side in the chat. I'm seeing a lot of people say never, ever, because ever. Because they're all 19 years old, dog. I'm trying to tell you. Wait till you guys get to about 35. You start getting that shit. Like, damn. I just want you to think, JB, when he, when you do it in 10 or 15 years. You'll be hey, like, I'm not. If I do it, I ain't thinking about no fucking JB at the time. Hell no. <laughs> and, and all you motherfuckers would be like, God damn it. I should have listened to JB 15 years ago. I could have had 15 years of this ass eating. The, the, the argument the argument isn't does it feel good i'm not naive i've heard enough people who said they got it done i'm sure it feels good i'm just saying everything that feels good ain't good for you jb and just because it feels oh, good oh, oh, how's it bad for you it ain't bad for me you walk around with a wet ass it ain't bad for me it's bad for the person eating your ass you disrespectful breath folky as hell you know what i'm saying I, I, like I'm never gonna, i'll never just come straight off the fucking out the gym and just here, lick that ass. The I ain't ass never is never hundred percent clean. Even like, though I got the best hygiene you've ever been around, I'm gonna just tell you right now. I can play hoop and balls still smell decent. Let me just tell you straight out. But my thing is the I, ass, I, the I ball would never put anybody in harm's way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the ass ain't never a thousand percent clean. Like I, I, what I'm saying is. No, no, no. You use a rag. You use a rag. I told y'all, rag ain't cleaning it a thousand percent, dog. Let me tell you something. I've had women tell me straight out. I can't wait for Jeff to come on. We're, we're advancing in the free game. We don't want to give this free game away. I've had bras be like, damn, your ass is A1. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, hold on. Hey, y'all. The girl be better like this. Wow, JB. He's like, what? This is the cleanest ass I've ever ate. Hey. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Too hey, let's be real, dog. I'm just being real, homie. <laughs> All I'm saying, if you cut up each body part, though, right? Hypothetically, the arms, the face, the stomach, the torso, everything, the dirtiest part of your body, even if everything is washed off, the dirtiest part still, if you really break it down, is going to be the ass. Actually it's, your mouth. Actually, it's your mouth and hands. Mm, your mouth. That's a good one. The mouth might got it. The mouth might got oh, it. Oh, your hands. I, I, I wash my hands a lot. I know we wash our hands, but they're still never always going to be clean. They're just there's shit floating around right now you can't see that landed on your hands. It didn't land in my ass, though. <laughs> you crazy as hell, man. Uh, I'm just telling you. And no. I don't sit there and kiss the girl after you sick motherfuckers. No. And I guarantee she going to go in there and, 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 you know, clean up, mouthwash it up. You know what I'm saying? But guess what the cold part is? Guess what the cold part? You want to even get the colder part out there? What? Y'all have kissed them afterwards. <laughs> mm, calling them out. Why, though? I see you in here, why, though? Are you hey, kissing hey, afterwards? Hey, 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 think about it. Some motherfucker out there has been kissing on the bitch licking my ass. <laughs> hey, babe. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, homie. I'm just saying. Just saying. Everybody got to be thinking about it like y'all kiss. Hey, there's old saying, dog. Y'all eat. I beat. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy as hell, man. JB the same hey, one. Hey, JB the ain't no cat. Motherfucker. The truth hurts. Hey, dog, I'll tell you. Someone told me when I was 11 years old, God injected you with truth serum, JB. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, God ingest injected you with truth serum because at 11 years old, you shouldn't be telling someone 
the truth like that. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know any other way. My dad taught me to tell the truth no matter what. I listen. Shit, I'm like, don't Tommy Durden said, that's COVID. He said, somebody eating your ass and kissing someone else, that's how you pass COVID. <laughs> no, it ain't. Uh, Chris said, I'm done. <laughs> hey, hey, it's the truth, dog. I, I, I hate to give away this free game on this Thursday, but we got about five minutes before Steve Kim bops in. Let's talk about some more soft generational shit that you're from, Smitty. All right. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this? In season tournament. In, yeah, in season tournament. Group stage, what? it's an in-season tournament. They're trying to generate more competition. You should love this. What are you talking about? Jason Brown. What's Coach? Oh, my God. This man that hopped off the show. I don't understand. How are you a guy who loves competition? You want to see, you think players now are soft. They don't want to play. He's putting in a system that's going to force people to compete and to play at a high level. And now you're pissed. It's my point. You can't make people happy. No matter what decision you make, somebody like JB going to always have a problem with it. That's why in life, y'all, I'm going to leave you with this gym real quick. In life, do you. Be you, do you. Because they going to judge you anyway. So you might as well do what you want and be what you want. They judge Jesus. You know they going to judge you. My water bottle. Hold on, I got mute. <laughs> I'm dropping gems, man. JB can't handle it. He cussing me out in mute right now, man. He cussing. Tell us right now. What do y'all think JB is saying right now, y'all? What y'all think JB is saying right now, y'all? Read his lips for me. Read his lips. Read his lips. <laughs> He said, right, right. collected my thoughts. Here's the thing. Kawhi Leonard won't even play the fucking games they got right now. Why are we playing more games? Get the fuck out of here, man. These soft pussies, it's a, money, it's a money grab. This is a money grab. And who the fuck? How many? Wait till the players miss the play-in tournament. Wait till that shit happens. It's going to be the biggest slap in the fucking face. How soft can we get? Like, seriously, how soft can we fucking get? How is this soft, JB? I'm confused right now. How How is an end game? How is the end season tournament? And I don't think they're they even adding games. the games they have now. Why would we add more games? I don't. Are, are they adding more games? Or are they just going to take a part of their already pre, you know, uh, rug season games and make it a tournament? You know what no. I'm saying? Like. It's an in-season tournament. It's kind of like like the All-Star game, adding a tournament inside the season, and it's a one-single-game elimination tournament. That's cool, man. I mean, like, a couple more games ain't going ain't gonna, ain't gonna to kill nobody, JB. Tell me how that shit go. We're going to see it. I think it's going to add competition. It's going to make guys play harder. They're probably going to have a, a, a monetizing prize, a money prize at the end. Everybody put some money. All in this. Ladies, man, if you have not bought this, ladies, make sure you Let get that. This. Let them wear this. They should all wear these, dog, real shit. We should get them to sponsor. NBA should wear this. Put Adam Silver's face right here. Put Adam Silver's face right here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you clowning right now. Man. Hey, I'm going to make some draws for men to get their ass ate. Oh, my God. It's going to have like a little hole in the back? 
Kind of like, nah, it'd be like a little, like a slit. So you, you know what I'm saying? You, you want to get in there. Cause there's two ways to do it, homie. You can, you know, I, I like, I like it from the front way. So you can, you know, they could get my balls and ass. So, so just for clarity, you like when a girl is holding both your ankles up like this, like a, like a hamstring partner stretch. They got both your ankles up. That's uh, too, uh, too much work on them. I want them to focus. So I'll put, I'll put my legs on like on the, on another chair or couch or something. Oh, so you kind of like you kind of like at, at like a decline angle almost, where you, you, your back is flat and your hips are slightly up, and you got your legs yeah. up. I need, almost, time, like, you know what I'm I need I need the balls sucked on too. They can do both. You know what I'm so saying? It's like, it's like a woman getting a pap smear. It's like okay, I, I yeah, see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I see what you're so doing. I'm not gonna hold my own legs up. That's a little feminine, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Now, now we're worried about yeah, the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm going to be able to hold my own. Like, that, that's, now that's getting to be a little loud. That, but that's where I crossed the line right there. Out there, though, on a couch or something. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Hey, y'all, JB, y'all know JB, he was a great athlete. JB be in a headstand, and the girl be holding his legs like a wheelbarrow, eating his ass like that. They be like this. JB a nasty hey. motherfucker, y'all. Hey, however, however, however the shit works. Uh, real quick, though. What's going uh, on, <laughs> Damn, damn, damn! We give we give it a more credit and shit, man. Listen, she ain't pregnant. She she got a homegirl who is pregnant or whatever, or found a picture online and posted it. Everything she's been doing from day one has been clout. She's trying to build up her fucking resume. She's trying to get more viewers to watch her shitty ass porn. And she's just trying to use Zion as a way to build that up. Nobody cares about you no more, Mar Mariah. Sorry to say that. Leave Zion alone. He has he has he has his own problems. He needs to figure out. He has to get in shape. He has to get healthy. He has he has to get his mindset right. All that is on his own. But on this particular problem, I'm not blaming Zion. This girl is out of her fucking mind. Let me ask you something. Ask me. Did she really get a tattoo of him on her face? On her face. Not on a real face. tattoo. Not a, a real, real tattoo on her face. Nah, I don't believe it. I think it's those little kids with the tattoo. I think she got the same tattoos as the little kid. Well, guess what, man? I know somebody who, who ain't got no tattoos, and his name is Steve Kim. Can we bring him in the show, man, right now? Morning. Hey, fellas, hold on. I'm, this is a perfect segue. I, I want to ask you this. This is a very serious question. Uh, I'm glad you guys brought this up. As it relates to Zion Williamson and old Momo and Miss Mills, right? What is actually worse? The fact that she's pregnant or the fact she has his name tatted on her face? Because of the laws today, one's a lot easier to get rid of than the other, right? So I'm like, because... No, I'm being serious about this. Because one, you could just pay off. Hey, get rid of it. I hate Again, I'm not making a judgment either way. The other one, when someone puts your name on any part of their body, but especially the face, that is a declaration of, you're not going anywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, again, what is worse, her being prego or the ink on the face? I think the tattoo. I think the tattoo. Yeah. yeah. First I mean, Penalty. That's a fucking 15-yard penalty, Steve. Um because one is a declaration of I'm crazy as an SOB. The yeah. other one is, hey, it's just biological. You're nutted in me. So I'm thinking, wow, which is worse, though? That's, that's hey, what's tough. worse, though, Steve? 
the next porn star nothing on his tattoo on her face or <laughs> or inner. Oh, so if that happened, you'd call it uh white out. Anyway. anyway. Like Penn State. Hey Steve, hey Steve, feeling good this morning, man. How you well, doing? I, I was just thinking about it last night. I was just like, wow, because I'm watching old Miss Mills, and I'm like, you did what? I look, I really think when you get a name of somebody on your body, whether it's a tramp stamp under your arm, left bicep, I'm like, what's a hell of a commitment? That is a hell of a commitment you are making, and and I, if I'm that other person, that's a lot of pressure. That is a lot. See, let me ask you this: In your lifetime, has has any uh, a, a former partner, or whatever, ever put a, a SK on on their face? No, I be like get 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 that. In the immortal words of Mr. Miyagi, let's wax on and wax off with that garbage. I have had a female get a brown heart tatted up right next to her lips, the other lips. A tat on the face is a deal breaker. I don't even like. Seen, I haven't seen this girl in twenty years. So I'll, no, maybe lucky, yeah, I like to say it's lucky you. So maybe anyway, I, I think even even tats near the breast area, I just wince. I'm like, Ugh. like I don't mind a little Hello Kitty near the ankle, a butterfly near the uh, the P. That's okay. That's tastefully done. But yeah, you, don't like, you don't like uh, like the woman with like the, the arm arm ink and the the ink everywhere. Nah, I, I like yeah. the tattoo right here though. Like the, the one is like in between. I, little, I hate that. That's, that. that's a that's that that signals I'm a weirdo. And then and me. then the, the spine tattoo, Steve, the straight down the spine. I mean, look, there's an old Ooh. phrase, less is more. But you know what's really the most? None for me. Not I that I look, I don't I get it. I certain women like if they have ink, you have to live with it. It's part of the deal. But if I had my druthers, it'd be none. But I get it. If I already meet someone and I like them, and they and all of a sudden there's a little ink, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to live with this shit. I, I don't have tattoos, but I like when women have a couple tattoos. I I'll never them. forget. Um, I was going to a, a Miami game. We're traveling. I'm, I'm there with Brad Kaya's father, Brad Senior. We're just talking about various things, and I go, Hey, hey, Brad, would you ever let? Not let, but. What would you think about your son having a tattoo now, now that he's aged? Because he's like 19 or 20. I think it was his sophomore year at Miami. And Brad Sr. is a very cons- pretty conservative guy. Like, you know, he lives well. And he's like, Steve, let me just tell you something. I said to Brad, at a certain age, I can't do what tell you what to do. But I told my son, if you want to wake up every day and basically have the same T-shirt on, because that's what a tattoo is, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But you could tell that he was kind of like, yeah, if you don't have tattoos, that's kind of good, too. Right, right. Now I feel you on that one, man. Uh, I, 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 to this, uh, I talked to Steve yesterday, uh, Smitty, and uh, he, we mentioned this guy that you like. Of course, you would like this guy. Yeah. Um, He's one of the best young fighters in the world right now. Steve likes him, too. I bet he likes him. What What's going on with him crying, though? Oh, Big Baby Anderson? Yeah. I, you know, look, I saw that. That was a, a show that Top Rank put together. I know Jared has been telling people, I'm going to be retired by the age of 26, 27. I'm not in this for the long term. I've done this all my life. I could do other things with my life. And then him and Roy had a heart-to-heart. Here's the irony of Jared telling that to Roy Jones, having that particular conversation. 
Roy used to say that at his exact same age. And Roy is now doing exhibitions against bodybuilders at age 55, 56. Yeah. Whatever age he is. A lot of fighters say, by the, I want to be out of here by the age of 30, and I get it. But there's an economic reality and a lifestyle reality that hits. And this is what they do. This is like, you know, it's that great line from Rocky Balboa. Um, why do you fight? And she, uh, Adrian asked that during their first dance or the first date at the skating rink. And Rocky goes, because I can't sing or dance. Mm. And then I think it was in the sequel. She said, Adrian, you married a fighter. This is what I am. So unless Jared has other plans. And here we go. Look at that clip. I mean, put the volume up on it. In it. But it's the, it's the pressure, though. I understand the pressure. But God built us different. Did you just tell me that? I'm 23. So uh, that's enough for me. I'm 23. Right. I mean, my, my view is this. I'm so I, I, I like Jared a lot. I, I remember I was actually at his first fight. I've interviewed him a number of times. But I was told by somebody at top rank that they believe Jared's attitude is that I'm very good at boxing. And I'm going to say this. Smitty, I'm with you. I think he's the goods. He's the best pure American heavyweight prospect since Riddick Big Daddy Bo. And I'll tell you what the difference is. Mm. Unlike a lot of other guys, like even a Deontay Wilder, who's had a great career, starting with Michael Grant, a guy that we both know, Coach, Gerald Washington, El Gaia, who fought for the heavyweight title, Jamil McCline. Most American heavyweights are guys that play baseball, basketball, football, or something else. Right. They topped out. They had an athletic dream that was not fulfilled yet. Like Seth Mitchell played football at Michigan State. He was on TV a few times. And they're like, you know what? I don't want to go into the real world. I still want to be an athlete. And they take up boxing at a relatively late age. Now, they actually get pretty far based on their inexperience. Jared is the one guy who told me a couple years ago. I said, Jared, what other sports did you play in Toledo, Ohio, growing up as a young man? He said, really, nothing else organized. I just boxed. So he's a boxer first and foremost, but maybe with that, he's feeling a little bit of burnout. Now, Coach and JB, in two years, as he starts to make more and more money, he might be like, you know what? I really like boxing. I'm going to do this till I'm 35. Things change. Delahoya said he was going to retire relatively early. But there is a trend going on now of younger fighters announcing their retirement sooner. Like we just had a young man out of San Antonio, Texas, that I know very well, Joshua Franco. He lost uh, in Japan, and he just said, oh, I've got mental issues. I need to work out. I'm out. Mm. Okay, we'll see how legitimate that is. Then Teofimo Lopez says, I'm retired. I'm hearing that's a bookkeeping thing because he's going through a child custody and a divorce. So, again, he may be trying to shore up some money or stash some of it away. But, JB, I'm with you in this respect. Give me guys like Marvin Hagler who once said, boxing is who I am. You cut open my skull and you'll see a boxing glove. I, I, if, if I am a fan and you want me to invest in you over the long term, and I'm not making a judgment, my view is as a fan, I'd be like, you know what? Give me that guy that's going to be here the next 10, 15 years of my life. Let me yeah. invest in. But if you're saying, hey, I'm in and out, I think it's hard to have that emotional pull. I feel that. I, I definitely, I, I respect that. And like you say, he could have been having a moment, tough day. Who knows? I don't know the full context of that situation, but uh. I thought it was cool though seeing the OG, you know, Roy Jones, who, like you said, he's still he's still out here trying to fight a little bit at this older age. 
see him give you know give some knowledge to him though and try to you know inspire him. I thought I thought it was kind of cool, but maybe I'm being soft. And by the way, he fights on ESPN uh, on Saturday night from Toledo, Ohio. And I, my next article for Snack.com will be about this whole issue of Big Baby. Um, like, how long is he in this for? Because I think he's 23 now. Yeah. And here's the issue. Tyson Fury, for as little as he fights, is a pretty well-preserved fighter. Usyk is still in this. If he wants to be able to live off the money, and they always talk about generational wealth, that means in the next four to five years, he's going to have to pack a lot of career into a short time. And, And there's an old theory that heavyweights do not physically mature based on their size into their late 20s, early 30s. Right. So I, I don't, you know, it's different than being a flyweight. The lower weight classes burn out really quickly, and they box their whole life because they're too small to do anything else. So I don't know how that works. But, again, I've seen a lot of fighters change their mind. One other thing, guys, I was listening earlier. I have a question about that 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 Georgia football player mm. that uh, had too good of a time on his official visit to UGA, that fine football factory there. I, I, there's something about that story that does not jive with me. Okay, and again, I'm not making a statement. I'm not I'm not trying to litigate this case at all. I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. But this got me thinking last night. And again, I'm just about the facts and what do we know. Right. So in the beginning, the oral was consensual. Then she said, oh, no, no, it wasn't consensual. So I have a question. So this being football recruiting. No, 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 time be- out. No, time out before you say that. Consensual it was told no first. This okay. Is then they, right. he got drunk. He went and got drunk. He went back to the party after curfew loaded All right. and forced her to do it. And then she said, yes, I'll finish you. And then he forced her to finish when she said stop. So there's a bunch of shit going on out Wait here. a minute. So it was like, so like this is recruiting. So did she decommit from her own oral? I, I don't get it. I'm like, what the fuck? Kind of. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, who gave the verbal commit? I mean, did they actually? I mean, again, I'm just saying, was it a decommitment? I'm just, that's like, geez, this recruiting is tough. And JV said that's the problem with this generation. You know, too many people are transferring out of the portal and they're and they're and they're and they're saying one thing and then and then they're switching up on you. But I, 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 there's something about that about this whole thing that is fishy. If the guy, if you already said no, then the guy's drunk. That doesn't mean like, wow, he's even sexier and Ebri. I come on, I just. We know what goes on in these trips. I've watched the program. Remember Jesus Shuttleworth? They had the, the twins. I get that. That that was very good. That would have made me commit to state you also. But something about that story, it kind of reminds me of the Matt Ariza thing, the, the punter who's getting blackballed for I, I don't know exactly what. I think he's being, being me too here, and I think it's completely unfortunate. Um, but – I don't know. I there's something about that story that does not add up. Yeah, I mean, I know firsthand. Like I said, with these official visits, I know it goes down. I've hosted so many people. I've been on official visit. You're treated like a king for like two days. You're eating the best, the best food that that, that school can provide. The players are giving uh 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 you know little packages of money or whatever that they can spend strictly on your official visit. You're taking them to the best parties. You're connecting them with, with the with the with the with the girls who get down and you already know, you already know who you're going to reach out to. You probably already spoke to the girls before the weekend. Hey, this weekend I got a recruit coming in. We need them to commit or with like, you know, and they're, they're already on. So I'm telling you, this shit goes down. It's mm. been going down. This is not, this is like a regular day in the office. Now, again, if you assaulted her, of course we're not, that's a whole nother situation. I'm just saying the whole him being drunk and, and, 
and, and showing up late to the hotel. That, that's another day in the office, office for me. I've, I've heard that too hey, many Steve, times. I want to play a game with you real quick, and I want for, for everyone you get right, I'm going to give away a T-shirt. Uh-oh. Here we go. answer the questions as we go, though, all right? All right. So it's going to be someone else saying it. So I'm going to pause it every time he says a word. You have to guess what team he said it is, all right? right. So here it is. He knows pronounce NFL Teams Part 3. Louis, come see my keyboard of football. I can't do it because the logo's already there. <laughs> well, that kind of gave it away, though. <laughs> he said, I probably gave it away. Well, the, the Dolphins. I mean, I was going to test your culture, man, but I was like, fuck, they're giving the logo away. Man, they call Rico love football. Okay, Louis, you're talking. Have you heard the. Like, how would you ever get these right? Well, like, you have the logo on there. I mean, like, no, the one that, if you didn't see the logo, though, I would never get that shit. Well, I didn't know Jose and uh, uh, Jose and Julio like football that much. They like the football. football they like to spell F-U-T-B-O-L. Okay, good for them. Football. Oh, Rico's. Good for them. Growing. The sport is growing, man. <laughs> yeah, if they had that logo on there, that would have been a hell of a giveaway, but God damn it. Uh, we got to get rid of that logo next time. Um I don't know. That's just me. Uh, and I know Big Spinny had some boxing questions for uh, for for. Uh, I want to pull it up real quick for 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 Kim. Um, pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah, I think I saw this. Uh, now nah, I just saw this on ESPN. I thought it was a fun one. You know, it, it basically it was just saying like, who would you pick between? You know, these are four legends in the sport of boxing. All these are guys who really fought physical. They're gonna battle with you. Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler. Tommy, uh, Tommy Hearns and Roberto Duran. Like, who would you if you had to pick one? Well, my favorite all-time fighter is Marvin Hagler, so that that's mm. an easy one for me. You can kind of have an argument about who ruled the '80s. Marvin, I believe, was the most consistent fighter, but he did he got he lost that really controversial decision to Ray Leonard. The problem with Ray, who was probably one of the most naturally gifted athletes ever in any sport. And that detached retina didn't fight all that much. Mm. Hagler had to kind of fight the hard way. Um, Hagler Hearns is certainly the best fight of that decade. I think that was April 15th of 85. Bob Aram to this day says it's still the best fight he's ever had. Duran was an, was an all-time great fighter, as was Tommy Hearns. That's when boxing was boxing. And I, I tell you what the difference is from then to now. When you look at the four kings, as they called them, and Showtime did a really good documentary on them two years ago, even though they tried to uh, bring politics into it and use it as a hit piece for Ronald Reagan, which I thought was interesting given the fact three of those four guys actually visited Ronald Reagan in the White House, believe mm. it or not. So um, those guys, I believe, as a quartet, and some would even add Alfredo Benitez into that group because he was a highly skilled boxer. But those four guys, I believe, fought a total of nine times in a round robin. They all basically fought each other at least once. So they mixed, they intermingled. You look at what's going on with Tank, Ryan, Devin Haney, um, and Shakur Stevenson. They've had one fight thus far. Tank right. fighting Ryan. I don't know how many other fights we're going to see between that quartet. Because I don't see anyone really rushing to fight Shakur. Devin is running from Shakur. I mean, it's not Shakur's Shakur, fault. I'm just telling you, Shakur 
is going to be avoided like AIDS in the 80s. He is so good. He's so tough. He's so skilled. He's Newark's version of Pernell Whitaker. I got to call Bob because I got to say, Bob, what is going on with Shakur? He's one of those guys, unless he's a mandatory contender, the other champions will not face. And then even when he's a champion, the other champions aren't going to really want to unify, except Oscar Valdez did. He gave him a pretty tough run last year, but didn't win a lot of rounds. But with Tank Davis, he's been carefully guided to a certain degree. Ryan Garcia, it's always something. Now, Devin Haney, I'll give credit. Uh, Devin will fight a lot of guys. But now here's the problem with uh, Devin, J, uh, JB, and uh, Smitty. He has a problem that he cannot squeeze himself into 135 anymore without losing a little bit of his legs. Yeah. And at 140, now you're facing some hard-punching son-of-a-guns. So he's between a rock and a hard place. I don't know what's going to happen with him. But again, I seriously doubt that those four guys will have nine fights in between each other in a, in a 10-year span. I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't either. I don't either. Get two um, or three. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Have you? Uh, what's your take, man, on this uh, Travis Kelsey thing, Steve? Have you heard about this? Mm. He basically here? he says he's underpaid. He accepts it, but he also admits that at times it makes you think you're being taken advantage of. Oh, jeez. <sighs> he also he's also come out and said some shit. I think he's dry snitching on all the fucking whole league about smoking weed i don't yeah, know yeah i mean but i think that's a pretty that's not exactly a secret athletes smoke but you know with travis what recourse i'd like to know what he gets paid in relation to other tight ends i'm assuming he's top three he wants wide out money you know that right and maybe he is a wide out i think you've kind of said it coach isn't he basically a flexed out tight end he's a move tight end he's not a traditional inline guy um but, so was he, is he saying he wants to renegotiate? Is he going to hold out? My, my view is this. Okay, let's say you went to a team that got that paid you a little bit more, but you don't get Patrick Mahomes, you don't get Andy Reid. Is it worth it? Right. I mean, to these guys, it must be, because look at Stephon Diggs continues to cancer up his locker rooms. So, like, I don't understand why he wants more money. What's he really done? Well, they all want more money. But my, here's – look, I don't think the NFL pay structure is, paid, is fair to the players in a sense that – the money is not all guaranteed, and the, the game is very tough. But you have to understand what you are getting into. You Your player union has collectively bargained this. So until that next agreement expires and there's solid area across the board where every player says, uh-oh, we're going to hold the line here. We're going to hold the line, and we're going to try to get as much as we want or exactly what we want, then – the finger should be pointed in a lot of ways, not just at the system, not just at the organization, but your own union. Yeah. Waller makes more. Kittle makes more. Um, and then also, by the way, like I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. Like would Tyree kill left Mahomes for more money. So I, I don't know if they won't anymore. Like, I think these guys are chasing the wrong shit nowadays. There is no, yeah. more Official Lamb, Tom Brady's. I'm just, but Burrow, Burrow though, apparently came out yesterday. Steve Burrow came out and said, negotiate my contract and make it team friendly. Yeah, I mean, my, my homes deal is it's technically team friendly too. It's just a longer term deal, and it look, you know, we see the big number, oh, 500 million. But yeah, at, at, yeah. in about a year, in about a year or so, from a year to year basis, he won't be at, at the top. You know what I'm saying? So that's a team friendly deal, and I think Travis Kelsey to bring more context to it like I, I, I he's not saying like he wants to leave or anything like that 
I think he was just being honest and speaking out that, listen, I understand what type of player I am and how great I am and my value, but I also understand that, yeah, I probably am quote unquote underpaid when, when in comparison to some of the other, you know, uh, tight ends, the other, you know, even receivers uh, rather who are like average, just average receivers making more money than him. Right. So I think, I, I think he used, the, he used the wrong term by saying I, you feel taken advantage of. I, 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 I feel like I'm trying to give him a bit of a value. I don't think he literally meant that. Because you got to think, like, well, you're deciding to stay on that team. You're deciding to sacrifice money because you have Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and you have a high chance of winning the Super Bowl every single season. So, like, the, the, that's your trade-off. If you wanted to just you do get money, well, yeah, you could have put a Tyreek Hill. You could have left and became the highest-paid tight end in the league. I, you know, but the I have a question. What if you told these players, okay, if you don't want your contract to become obsolete, because you're right, that's what happens. A contract that was top yeah. of the line two years ago becomes very, very <laughs> mediocre within four years, right? It right. happens all the time. The market shifts, the money raises, salary cap rises. All right, what if you told these players, okay, how about all you guys take shorter-term contracts, mm. and then, you know, every couple years you're not locked in, and then your signing bonus name may not be as large. Yeah. I mean yeah. – <laughs> Would you take that? <laughs> Nothing right. is stuck. You got to look for a good deal that fits. But if you are always looking for the perfect deal, I'm going to give these guys a little lesson. And this goes for all of life. Perfect deals generally do not exist. Unless you're Deshaun Watson. Nah, he ended up in Cleveland. That ain't so perfect. <laughs> that ain't so perfect either. <laughs> that's true yeah that's true. i agree uh i don't yeah. know man it's tough i don't know it's 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 we're such a i just did a whole thing on fucking stefan diggs yesterday so i I'm yeah, so i heard old. you're a big fan i i saw that you're a big fan hey, stefan diggs better look here's what stefan i don't want to get into this again all right you have you got it out of your system you've right. pouted a little bit you've done the diva routine it's time to come back to the team and be part of a super bowl run that's it. All will be forgiven if you can do Andre, what Andre Reed did. Okay? But if he gets himself and runs his way out of Buffalo, it, the, it, I, his reputation, to me, a lot of teams will express interest in him. But as they dig deeper, they're going to say, well, wait a minute. Why did Minnesota and Buffalo get rid of him in his physical prime? It's not a good look for him. Right. Hey, let me ask you this. There's a lot of suspensions coming down the pipe. The Colts, the, the Denver Broncos, like they're talking year suspensions for several players. One of them being, I think, is what's the one kid, Isaiah? Isaiah uh, Rogers. He's a corner specialist for the Colts, a Mac guy with the UMass. Pretty good player, young player. We got him for cheap right now. Motherfucker was gambling on the actual team. He used his mom, I think, and like direct family members to gamble for him. It's like, listen, it, it, you shouldn't be doing it anyway, but if you're going to do it, at least have a system in play that actually makes sense. You got to have somebody who has zero connection to you to, to do it. Even you shouldn't do it, but if you're going to do it, be smart. He did not, he was not smart about it. I can't have sympathy for him. As a coach fan, I'm pissed off because he's someone who adds value to our team, and we're already going to be struggling probably a little bit this year, and now we're going to lose him for a year. It, it, it's all bad, JB. It's all bad, man. Dave, if you're the commissioner of the NFL, what do you do? Well, there are clearly rules in place. If I was the commissioner of the NFL, I would tell the Players Association, hey, can you get these guys not to gamble? And <laughs> this goes in line with the money, though. Your average NFL career is about three and a half to four years. I, I would ask these guys, you guys, a lot of you guys are going to complain about the system, and I see this in boxing all the time. 
think about the money because most gamblers lose. That is the reality. That's why they have those big, shiny, glossy buildings in Las Vegas and Atlantic City and the Indian casinos because it's a sucker's bet. Most people do not win gambling, only the professionals. And even the professionals will tell you uh, a good year for us is hitting 55% or 56 I'm like, wow, that's not much of a, that's a tough way to make a living. If your career is that short and most of your money is not guaranteed, aren't you better off taking that same amount of money and putting it into an annuity or at least a Roth IRA? Mm. I mean, honestly, who is guiding these guys? I, I would much rather have my money tied up into something that will mature or a relatively safe or, or I would say moderately risky investment instead of a 14 parlay. I just, it's like, that's why when these guys tell me their sad story, I'm like, yeah, you should just should have put your money away then. I, I, I'm, I look, the integrity of the game is important still, believe it or not. And there used to be a time, I remember years ago reading about Paul Horning and Alex Karras, that when they gambled, they were suspended the whole year, no questions asked. Joe Namath had a bar in New York. This one, he was at the top of his popularity. And Pete Rosell said, your bar has gamblers in it. That ain't good. You either sell that portion of the bar off that you own or you're done. And guess what? Joe Namath had to sell the bar. Uh, mm. Art Schleetzer, who's a standout at Ohio State, he got into the bookies and all this other stuff. He had to – it ruined his career. I think gambling with athletes should be a no-fly zone. Mm. Really, for their own good. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. I feel you. It's tough. It's tough, man. There's nothing. There's nothing like you know putting it, putting in that ten dollar bet on a seventeen prop parlay, though, with a chance of winning a hundred thousand dollars. All seventeen things happen. It's a certain feeling that you get in the inside, and I'm sure that these these, these athletes, man, with all these big dollars, you know, they you just that urge of that quick money. And obviously, we all know what happens. You know, nine times out of ten, you're gonna lose. But the few times that you win, it's just a good feeling. So I, I don't know, man. But Look, a lot, lot of these guys gamble by not strapping up when they, they're with the stripper. Okay, gamble on that. Okay, that that's you're already playing Russian roulette. It sounds like a personal shot to Zion Wilson, and I'm not I'm not allowing that on this uh, show today. He's already crapped out. He he rolled. He he crapped out on that one. Jeez. JB, right, you play a game, Steve. Uh, go I'm gonna give you two teams. You're gonna tell me who wins the season. Uh, as far as overall, who has the better season? Not only head-to-head, -head, but who's going to have the better season? Let's start with the Ravens-Browns. Head-to-head and overall. Oh, Ravens. That, that's a rhetorical question. Ravens. Really? Ravens. I mean, look, you, if you look at the last 15 or 20-some-odd years, Ravens. Let me ask you this. Ravens, 10 games or more wins or losses? More. Lamar Jackson stays healthy. More. They finally got him some help on the outside. Todd Monk can hopefully can elevate his game or evolve him. And again, health has a lot to do with this. The Ravens are always good for right around at least 10 victories. That's the at type least. of franchise they are, especially when Lamar plays. Thank All you. right. Niners, Seahawks. I'll still go Niners. They have Ooh. a good roster as anybody. And if they get serviceable quarterback play, not great serviceable off that power run game bootleg action of Shanahan and his ability to dial stuff up. And if McCaffrey stays healthy, because he's the whole thing, he's the one that makes the engine run, and they got an unbelievable roster up and down, Niners. 
Uh, yeah. And I like Seattle, and I like Seattle that's, a lot. Hey, that's tough right there. I don't know. All right, here's an interesting one. Packers, Jets. Jets. That's 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 an easy one, too. Stop playing, JB. Uh, Giants, Cowboys. Ooh. Ooh. Still the Cowboys. Really? Still the Cowboys. They'll, they'll, be, they'll win more games in the regular season. Do you think the Giants have still have elevated enough of their talent around Daniel Jones to instead of just scrapping out 17-13 games where Daniel Jones can now throw for They got better. They did. But have they elevated enough to a point? By the way, is Saquon going to be in camp? Barkley? What what if he sits out? Okay. I think he will be. Um, Here's an interesting one of the bottom feeders. Cardinals, Rams. Boy, that's like gonorrhea or syphilis. Um, I'll take the team without Kyler Murray. He's a little virus. I can't stand him. Me too. COVID-19. I mean, yeah, he's really good at Space Invaders or Donkey Kong, whatever he plays. Jesus Christ. All right, Colts, Texans. Come on, Steve. Colts. Take a text on that one. Jags. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The Texans were literally the worst team in the league. They got a lot better, I'll tell you right now. And okay, they, they did, but they're relying on young guys. And again, AR5 is a question mark. Yeah, but exactly. That's why we got. We got. We still got Gardner Minshew though, who, who's a guy who's serviceable. So let's let's not act like. Come on now. Serviceable in fucking porn movies. All right, here we go. Jags, Titans. Jags, Jags are on the ascent. The Titans are on the descent. Uh, Ryan training wheels. It's over. It's All over. Right, now, let's take the teams you picked and go against the two Super Bowl, the returning Super Bowl champs. You picked the Ravens. Ravens, Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, you picked pick the Niners over the Seattle Seahawks. Niners, Eagles. Mm. I'd still go Eagles. I, I I think they have more stability at quarterback. That's um, the truth. I, I just think the Eagles have more stability at quarterback. You have Jalen Hurts. I know you think his game is limited, Coach, but he give, uh, I'm just telling you, if you say, who's in a big game? Jalen Hurts or whoever Shanahan's going to trot out there. All right, you said Cowboys over the Giants, so Cowboys-Eagles. Oh, Eagles. That's an easy one. You said Colts over Texans. Colts-Jags. Jags. Jags Jags made the playoffs last year, Coach, and they they should have beaten the Chiefs. They had the Chiefs dead. So now let's go Jags-Chiefs. Still the Chiefs. So you got the Chiefs and the Eagles repeating. <laughs> no, the odds of that again, but you're that that's not a very simplistic way of doing it. I know, I know. I mean that, that's not uh, exactly the bracket's gonna I work out. All those teams I we just went to head to head and over and the under and all those things. Well Who keep this in mind, coach. Every year Patrick Mahomes stays healthy and upright, which has been the last whatever. They're gonna they're bound to make at least the AFC title game. At least. So that's right, so death, you, taxes, and Mahomes in the AFC title game. Well, you're not even bringing up the Bengals. What I'm, you're, I mean, Joey football's like you have a fathead of them in your room. Well, no, you don't even mention the Bengals. Bengals should have beat the Chiefs last year. I got the Bengals actually losing to the Jets uh, this year in the AFC title game. Jets- I, I, I hope to God the Jets are not this year's Denver Broncos for you. Ooh, you had I the Broncos. I mean, you, 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 
you had the Broncos in the Super Bowl last year. I know. I, I, weirdo, fuck me. And I think I like Sean Payton, so I'm going to go with him. Uh, Jeff Nadeau is in the house, by the way. But hey, everybody. Jeff. Nadeau. Hey, What's hey, up? Hey, this, this, this football talk, Jeff. Um, Steve, so, you know, I love the Bengals. I think they're even better this year. But I got the Bengals playing the Jets. I think the Chiefs will hit a, hit a wall a little bit early like they always do. They'll play again well at the end, and I think they'll lose this year to the uh, Burrow, at, at Burrowhead Stadium. So let me ask you, do you think of all the teams we mentioned, what teams do you see just having an absolute shit show season that you think mm. is going to be good? And what team do you think we did not mention has a shot at being really good? All right. I like the Chargers. I do. Well, I, we're, we're, you're kind of saying what I did with the with the Broncos last year. We got you got to like. No, let's play the season first. You got to okay. force it, Mike. You better I, do. I, your, you, no, no, no. You put your money on Russell Weirdo. I'm putting my 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 view Jay on Herbal. Big Boy Herbert. Jay but Herbert hasn't done, won a playoff game still. Okay, all right. He's he's had he's had three years. This is this is the year. There's some pressure on him to actually win games, not just amass stats. And by the way, I like Detroit. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Well, that's a football drinking SOB. That's a beer drinking guy, and I don't mean Bud Light either. They're starting to line up, though. They got guys getting suspended left and right. They have one guy. Jamison Williams is going to miss the first month and a half. He'll have fresh legs in November. I, I look at the positive here. Now, um, what team will fall off? I'd have to think about that a little bit. Um Hmm. I, I do think Brandon Staley is a fucking god-awful NFL head. He is. He is. He's good for a loss or two. I'd have to think about what team's going to fall off. Um, I mean, the, the obvious, you could come out and say, I mean, like Seattle. I mean, I mean uh, Kansas City. I, you, you, how about, okay, how about Miami? Is anything other than a Super Bowl a fall-off for those teams? Because that's what people will say. Super Bowl or bust. That, those teams would be Philadelphia, Kansas City. Um, Buffalo, Buffalo, because the- their window is closing. You got to put the Jets and Buffalo in there, right? Uh, Dallas, because Jerry Jones's window is closing. Uh, he mm-hmm. wants to win a Super Bowl before he goes into the big uh, Arlington Stadium in the sky. You could just see it. Um, I think the Dolphins will be very interesting to watch, guys, because you have a year of tape, and generally the rule is you get a schematic advantage for about a year and a half, is what I've been told. And uh, Tua is made out of paper mache. He should be in a Pope mobile in the offseason. So, and without him, that offense just does not function. So, and Tyree Kill's acting like Tyree Kill. Again, there's certain things that never change. Yeah, Yeah, I know you're not, Jeff. (laughs) The woman beater, fucking bits made. Um, Let me ask you, let me ask you, Steve, though, what team, so like, let me ask you, Here's my two hot takes. I'm going to tell you right now. I think there's going to be a very, very interesting season, and I think they're going to have a very, very good one, and they're going to be really competitive. A, New England Patriots. Don't sleep on them. Do not sleep on them. And B, I've already said Seattle as one of my favorites uh, this year going coming out. But on the, in the NFC, I, I actually have a fucking weird feeling about the Bears. Wait a minute. With that running back behind center? You're because, putting faith that, in Justin like, Sweetness Field? Yeah, wow. Oh, it my God. It is Walter Payton quarterback. So, really? so and what if Chase Claypool is your number one? Did you see that weirdo? I, ta- uh, I, I knew he was suspect. Modeling. Is he in Paris modeling? Is that real? 
Well, well, did you see what he was wearing? In the words of Logan Roy, he is not a serious person. Mm. Nope, I'd trade him. I would wave him right now. I, I'm, well, I'm the same the way. The Bears got DJ Moore, I think, this year. They, they, they still got uh, the – they got the other St. Brown uh, as well. So, like, I mean, I Darnell Moody. I said, look, I don't do they have that number? They don't look. Justin Fields is asked to do a lot. He's asked to be the passing game and the running game. Right. It's just uh, you watch the way he plays. He looks wore out at the end of most games. It's not fair because it's not a it's not a short, efficient way of playing the game where the right. ball's in and the ball's out. The ball is there with Fields, run around, be Superman, be Black Fran Tarkenton, and make shit happen. That's not a real system. They don't give him a lot. I still don't know if they have a lot of help or enough help for him. I think he'll be better, though. It's, it's hard to be as bad as he was last year. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even if it's slightly better, I think I think it'll be uh, somewhat of an improvement. We'll see. I'm I, not, I think a team I kind of sort of like might be better than people think, the Redskins. Mm. Who's the QB? Hey. Well, that's the problem. Sam Howe. Sam Howe. Are we sure about that? Oh, God, maybe I don't like him. Nobody. I like him in college. He, he was pretty good in North Carolina, but he was up and down, though. Yeah. Absolute nobody. That's who he is. <laughs> hey, let me let me tell you something real fast. The Minnesota Vikings are going to be shitty. Shitty. I don't know about that. They'll be mediocre. They'll be 9-8. and eight. Minnesota is going to play Green Bay for last place. No. You really think I'm going to fall off that much? I know I know Kirk Cousins is who he is, but isn't he always good for 9-8? and eight? Always. And ten better, wins, maybe yeah. 11 and flame out in the playoffs. Don't let him play Monday night football because then he loses. Are, are we sure? I don't think they'll be shitty. Top yeah. three receivers. Still got a, some, some solid defenders. My boy Sheldon Day's over there. Shot to yeah. that guy. Dub C. Like, we got some cats over there. I, I, I think they're still going to – they're probably going to win the NFC North, actually, because NFC North ain't that good. The Bears yeah. will be a little better, but they're not going to be great. The Packers are going to be shitty. They'll be looking if they win four games this year. So, I mean, I, I, it's probably between them and uh, uh, who am I missing? Oh, the, Detroit. I know Detroit's over there, too. So, we'll see. But I, I, I think the Vikings are going to win their division, actually. Let me let me ask. Is Dan Campbell really? Like, we all love that Orgeron, right? It's nice. You know, great guy, whatever. Oh, no. Was he a good coach? No. Yes. He's not. He's not. Get off. What are you talking about? Like the art of head he coaching is, is delegation. But is it's he actually a good coach? Yes. Look at the job he did last year, rallying you know, that the one hit wonder type of thing. Oh, so now is you're calling really, him Tommy Two Tone Campbell or, or Millie, yeah. Millie Vanilli Camp. No. Nice. He has said. I'll tell you why I think they're built for long-term success. He knows his role. They have a general manager. I think his name is Brad Hopkins. Okay. I mean, Brad Hopkins is a player, but Brad Holmes. Mm. Look at their last three drafts. i tell you what is impressive about Holmes. He's not just hitting on the Aiden Hutchinsons because that's easy. What he's doing in the third round, fourth round, all the way to the seventh, last year's draft up and down had players. The previous draft had good foundational pieces. And they do exactly what they need to do with golf. They run under center and a lot of play action behind a downhill running game. You actually want – everyone gives Ben Johnson credit. What I like about Ben Johnson is he's actually not all that fancy. They go behind center, and they do a lot of play action, and that's where Jared Goff thrives. And, And Dan Campbell, to me, the players respond to him. He seems to be a great leader. 
And damn it, he still looks like he works out. I respect that. And he and he does look, he look let's see what he does. If you think it's a one hit one, I completely disagree. Well, I don't think it is. I'm just curious. I mean, I you know, again, you know, he's kind of that raw, raw guy, but you make some good points. I mean, he does have a team that's you know who you know who Dan Campbell is? Oh no. He's fucking Matt Matricia and fucking Vrabel. Oh, get the Matt Patricia. In Vrabel's body. Matt. Okay, Vrabel's won some football games. So Vrabel's actually won some football games. Matt Patricia and Vrabel's body. That's who fucking Dan Campbell is. And Matt Patricia was one of these guys who should just be a uh, an assistant coach. He had the nerve one time to tell the reporter to sit up straight. He's lucky that wasn't me because I would have said, okay, well, put on your cap forward and take the pencil out of your ear, you jabroni. <laughs> uh, what, at what point? And, and I'm like, honestly, what, what happened to the days of the of the reporters being smart asses? Am I the last one? I mean, gee. You might be the last one. Everybody's I, soft today, Steve. Everybody's soft. I mean, I just, to me, Matt Patricia, look, anyone that comes from the Belichick tree, I think is very suspect. There's just the track record from Romeo, Cronell. Bill O'Brien made playoffs, but that was in a horrific division after Andrew Luck retired. Those things, um, uh, McDaniel's, he's terrible. All I'm as a head with coach. Campbell is, is he just like one of those rah rah, like kind of good coaches that wins kind of a decent amount of games, but he doesn't ultimately win anything? There's a lot of those guys in the NFL. Hey, Jeff, you can fake it. You can fake coaching if you yeah. get buy in from great players. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got, look. I'm going to say something right now. I'm one of the few players I like the draft choice of Jameer Gibbs to Detroit. I know you're not supposed to take running backs in the first 500 picks, but with what they do and how they're going to use them, and hopefully as a Darren Sproles type of guy, that offense is going to be tough because they got David Montgomery to run in between the two tackles. They have a legitimate number one. The gambler will come back in mid-October. They are going to be really good, and I, I get it. You don't like uh, Aaron Glenn as a coordinator. You had him fired five times, JB. The defense played better the last month or so. They this also is- they also got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from Philadelphia. Right, and they needed help on the back end defensively. Yeah. So yeah. this is an organization that is now serious. Um, the lady that runs the team now, Miss Ford, she gets out of the way, but she cares. They have a really good GM in Holmes. I, I, if I, they were a stock, I would buy in Detroit. That's all I'm gonna say. I like that. It's hard to bet on them though, long term. I mean, they're just the Lions, you know. It's like, I mean, listen, the, the Chiefs were the Chiefs until they weren't. Right. So. <laughs> anyway, well, guys, I'll, I'll step aside here for Nadu, man. Let's talk later. All right, Steve. Holla at you, my guy. All right, Steve. See ya. Um, Jeff, what up, man? What's going on? How you guys doing? You all right? Man, I'm good. Man, I'm good. Um, man, we started popping off a little earlier. I mean, it's basically like it's like a it's thirsty Thursday, but it's almost like a free game Thursday because you know cause we got you here earlier. Jeff, I, mean, I asked you, you get your ass eight for the back or upwards, legs up, so that she can get the balls. Oh yeah, you don't get your ass do eight because you're a youngster like Darnell, and you guys don't know what the fuck you're yeah, missing. I don't- Jeff, JB said he, he he likes to uh so basically he wants to make the woman's job easier. So when he in his ass a he lays on his back and he like puts a chair or something to kind of just Look like that put guy, his legs bro. up on, so the woman can <laughs> and the woman holds him up by his ankles right 
and like almost like you're changing a diaper, and and, and they and they eat his and then let the girl eat his ass that way. It's the nasty shit. And it's the, I said he the most gangster, nasty motherfucker I know. He'll hold a pistol. He'll hold a, a fucking Glock nine, a Glock while he get his ass say at the same time. You don't know what you JB. He, he's the most interesting person in the world. Yeah, I, I'll be real. I don't know if there's. And any I drink those yeah, I'm no, never gonna do that. And no, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jeff. But he don't use no damn straws. Using a straw is too soft. That's yeah, where he draws weird. the line. Come that's on, weird. JB. Yeah, it's so weird. That's literally one. I mean, I'm not gonna say what I think it is because you know we'll get kicked off of here. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll just say it. It's kind of you know. I know, I know. You ain't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Tell y'all, dog. Don't knock it till you try it. Don't not, you know listen, that's real you, insane? you you might be right. But doing heroin probably feels good. But I thank you, it, thank you. Know? you. I don't like, need to experience everything that yeah, feels good. Like, thank you. It probably feels great. You know that first hit on heroin or crystal. Oh. Hey, like, now come on, man. You can't compare those two. Joey B is over here talking shit about me getting my salad tossed, but he's the number one porn name dropper in America. Get the fuck out of here. You know you're on Pornhub right now, Joey B. X videos right now. Look, look at Mariah Mills. Let me ask you this though, JB. The first time you got your ass ate when you was like 12, 13 years old, like what led to that first time though? Like, like what made you say, yeah, you know, how what? do you even say that? You like, like better hey. you eat my ass for me. I don't want to try so something was, new. So I was right, ra- I was raised by women, but for the most part in Compton, raised by sisters, by the way. I had an older broad do it. Teach me, show me. It caught you off guard. She I was like. I want to say I was 20. She was yeah. 35. Mm. I'm trying to find her now because I did the math. She would be 60 right now, and I'm trying to find her because she was bad to the motherfucker. I want to see how she look at 60, and I want to see how, how much her ass-aiding skills improved. Shit. You didn't turn your ass out, boy. You ain't never went back. <laughs> hey, she was bad, too. She was bad. 35 at 20. I was like, shit, I and then, you know what? This is true. I got to ask Jeff this question. Free game Thursday here. When you do something, a lot of it, I don't care what it is in life. If, if you're a young cat and you, you start fucking with older women, is it not true that when you're in traffic now, older women start looking at you like they fucking know? They see through you? Like, I'm telling you, when I was 20 and I started fucking with this older broad, Every older broad was looking at me, and I started fucking with so many older broads for a 20-year-old, 35, yeah. 40, was older for me. They see it. Women's intuition's a motherfucker. I think it goes for everything in life, though. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if women have that ability, but I guess I could understand where you're coming from. I mean, I do, I do feel you though, JB. It seems like as soon as you, like whatever, I, whatever it is, as soon as you like something or whatever, it, it's like you attract what you what you like or what you it want. It is. They know. Yeah. They it's know. Energy. It's like, an energy. Let, thing. Let, me ask you, let me ask you, Jeff. Let me ask you, Jeff. Do white girls look at you more or sisters? I guarantee sisters do because they know you fuck with sisters. Oh, like, yeah. That's a real thing. I'm not a. I don't. White girls, like that typical white girl, she don't look toward me because she knows. That's what I'm well, telling you. I just don't have that vibe. I'm not. When I, I don't, I don't, I don't wear you know spearies and like you know these these goofy t-shirts these kids wear. I don't do that. You know, I, not, well, I rock the fuck out of spearies and still pull yeah, a sister. I don't do that. Stop like, playing with me. You ain't got no game. Hey y'all, Jamie swear he got that game. If we was all single on here and we played a game and we all went out one night and said and, and like played that young man's game. See how many, how many numbers, how many whatever you could pull. You two are not fucking with me. 
It is a fact. It just is what it is. First of all, time out. I'm looking rugged and rough. I'm not. Don't judge me. Me too. Me off me right too. But you have no idea. Like you would have no shot. I've had game. more pussy than pussy. Uh, pussy's allowed. JB, <laughs> my game is immaculate. JB. You know it doesn't saying? matter, dog. I got my game is untested. Like it's it's too good. You know what I'm saying? I'm I the best recruiter in America. I'll rock in there with I'll rock in there with fucking I will go in there with Spearies and pull the baddest black girl in the club. Stop fuck with me. JB, listen, I just joined the show two weeks ago, and every woman in this show fucks with your boy. We asked him two weeks ago. Everybody gave me. 12 no, out of 10. You're the new piece of meat, homie. You're the new thing. Of course they do. I mean, but listen, this is the realest show, and we got the realest fans. So if they didn't fuck with me, they would tell me straight up. I'm getting 15s out of 10s, 20 out of 10s. I'm getting 35. Like they love me on a high level. This I'm not being cocky. I'm just I'm giving you facts. Two plus two is four. Four plus four is eight. It is what it is. It's just simple math, JB. It's simple math. Come on, Jeff. Jeff can never do like whatever. I mean, I don't re- listen. You're talking about you wear spirits. You're talking about you doing all this weird shit with. I don't know what's up with you today, man. Hey, man, I'm trying to teach you, youngsters. In ten years, you're gonna all say I might be gone off this earth. In ten years, you're gonna be getting your ass ate in spirits and be like, "Damn, JB was right." <laughs> hey, you better not be gone on this earth in ten fucking years. You better start eating right, you young hey, motherfucker. Jeff's gonna have old. his ankles up with spirits on, getting his ass ate. He's no. gonna think about me to this day. No. Hey, I Je- hey, I do I do think Jeff's gonna try it at one point. No, once once you fall happen. in love, once you fall in love and you bring that girl to your bed, the no, one no. like once you find that one, you ain't found her yet. When you find that one, I can see Jeff like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> With his tracksuit on and a I hole in think. the back. I don't think, but hey, I guess you never say never, right? Hey, uh, hey, hey, uh I want to ask you something, Jeff, about this. Uh, have you heard about this fucking... meat um, has arrived in this country. The Agriculture Department just approved two California companies to sell chicken grown in steel tanks using cells that come from an animal egg or a special bank of stored cells. The cell-cultivated chicken will first be available at a restaurant in San Francisco and another one in Washington, D.C. This is what you call the slaughterless house. Oh, yes. Yeah. The equipment looks like a commercial brewery, but it's not beer they're making. So that's where it all starts, just a few cells. It's meat. So you're making meat in here. Yes. But I don't see any animals and I don't see any animal parts. (laughs) Well, that's the trick, right? Stainless steel bioreactors or cultivators produce real meat from animal stem cells. You're making chicken in there. Yeah. Can't fuck with it. Can't do it. I mean, is this being force fed on us or what? Well, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'd be against it. I mean, listen, I'll try anything. I think we as a people, we need to get to a point. I had to realize this when I lost weight. We make food out to be like an event, right? And again, to me, it's just not anymore. I enjoy food. I like it. I enjoy it, whatever. But, you know, I'll be honest. I've, I, I've never tried it, so I can't comment on it. But if it was good, it, it wouldn't – I wouldn't only just eat it because it's not actual chicken. I, You know, plant-based sounds interesting. There's a lot of different diets you can eat nowadays. Would I, If it's healthy and marked that, that I can eat it just like chicken, I don't see why I wouldn't eat it. It is weird, know. though, surely. Some fake artificial meat? Hell no. I, I'm sure maybe I probably already ate something that you I have. didn't know about. But- but right. if I, I'm not going to consciously be like, oh, that's 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 some fucking artificial meat. Oh, here, let me get that with well, some let me ask you sauce. Though. 
But let let's just say you put sauce on that shit though. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, let's say you're blindfolded though, and they put real chicken in front of you, and they put that in front of you, and let's just say it it, it, it tastes the same, and you didn't even know, and then you're told, hey, that was that both was the same. Would you actually let's say it was like a dollar too cheaper? Would you just get the fake shit? Back in the day when I was in the hood and I was struggling, I probably would just because it's just a money thing. I'm 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 doing a little I'm doing a lot better now. No, I'm not. I spent what if you thought it was significantly healthier? It's not though. You know it's well, not, I know, but... they making some shit up like yeah. in the lab. Like I'm not trying. No, hell no. I'm gonna mess around. I'm gonna have to go fucking vegetarian. And I don't want to. But they just keep changing and messing. Listen, I get science and all that. Some stuff we gotta leave alone though. We we're talking about this the other day, JB. Like people doing all types of weird shit. You got motherfuckers getting surgery to get taller. This motherfucker tried. This guy tried twenty-one cocktails on a menu during a family vacation in Jamaica and died. Mm. What the I mean, hell? Yeah, I mean, the guy looks like a grown man. You have to, at that point, understand what you can and can't consume. I mean, no one can consume that much. I mean, that's a lot of alcohol. And sugar, uh, cocktail, not, not yeah. just shots, like 21 cocktails. Especially on like a trip with your family. That's just. You got kids and shit, cousins yeah. in there, grandma over there. You, what, are you, what are you doing, bro? What's like hey, these yeah. people that go on cruises and they're like jumping off the cruise liner and it's like, what did you think would happen? You jump off a cruise liner and the current takes you away. Like right. some of these people are just, I, I don't get it. Jeff, what do you take about the, the submarine? They they found it. Uh, a lot of people are conspiracy theorists. They came up and said there shouldn't have been anything intact, but they're saying that the middle section is what blew up, not the outside pieces. And I've heard like four doctors say if they continue to say there's human remains in there, they're lying. There cannot be human remains. It doesn't even make it. It could not exist. They would be powder and dust, and you would have never seen them, and they'd be in the ocean somewhere. Yeah. How can we have human remains on something that imploded at 18 million pounds per square inch? Mm. Well, I think uh, the Coast Guard's probably going to, I mean, you have to wonder, I mean, why, like you just said, you you don't know anything. I mean, none of us know anything about this kind of shit, but we could all presume that they didn't find any bodies like hanging on to, to a leaf, uh, some sort of, you know, it's like, what, what are we doing here? Like, what's the Coast Guard even talking about? I, that's what I want to know. I want to know what they found. Like, they like didn't find anything. Holding on to the goddamn thing. No, there's nothing there. It, no, it's let, me, let me get this straight. So you couldn't find this thing for days on end. Now all of a sudden you found all this stuff and you know right where it is. How'd you not know where it was? Right, right. Now you got Navy sonar. Yeah. That now you know where everything is. It, something's up, man. And now you got... You got so the 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 smoke that they're saying is Canadian fire base is really not. A lot of people in Indiana, Chicago, Midwest are saying that they got migraines and they got fuck. It smells like burnt rubber and they're like there's poisoning um, us. Listen, they're poisoning we, us in America. We had that. It's happening here right now. It's been happening off and on. It's straight up smoke. You can smell it. It's like you. It it feels like you're at like a bonfire or something mm. like. I, I, I don't I haven't heard anything like I, I mean there's always gonna be a conspiracy theorist but look I whenever you're a conspiracy theorist I'm quick to say I'm kind of just gonna knock your opinion no offense like I, I just think that's every we know the government's bad everybody knows that but we also have to have some brains not everything that's a conspiracy sometimes really it's just there's a lot of fire there are <laughs> hey, fires. you know do you know there's a there's a documentary on that submarine that's already came out oh there was one they were gonna release it they didn't even know where the people were yet 
Or, That's or, what I'm or, yeah, it's come on. Listen, I, what we, we what we have to realize is there's a reason for everything, right? Hmm. There's a there, there you know, the, the government, all this stuff. Now, I don't I think that is. Was... take before we get into some free game. I I texted you and my brother told me he's in the Air Force. You kind of disagreed and you said it was a fucking straight up takeover. What oh, what do you think about now though? Doesn't it kind of look like what my brother says, right? <laughs> well, I think we have to understand why those that group did that. Okay, that group is the reason Russia is having success. They're the most high-end military people they have. That is a private group that is constructed and, and contracted to go into countries and take them over on behalf of Russia. Russia tried to say forever, they're, they're not part of us. We don't own them. They're their own company. Look, they have been instructed on what to do. I think that individual that did that, Prigozhin, said, this is a group who we're not happy with what's going on. And we're going to show Russia that very quickly we can take this country over. And this military is has issues. Their, their morale's low. Um and I think he wants power. He's got a ton of money. His story's crazy. And I think he wants power alongside Putin. And he has it now. And people know who he is. Yeah, I think it was probably looking back. Did I actually think that they were going to take the country over? No, but they were very close. They did all that on their own. Uh, I think it was really an indictment on the military in Russia. Uh, and I think they really. I, do you that. think that we paid them the $6 billion oversight? That's well, that's the interesting thing, because someone's. But a lot of people have mentioned that six billion automatically randomly disappears. And then several days later, the problem is the Wagner group is not, um, I don't know. They do go to the highest bidder generally, but they are Russian in the end and they are very close to Putin. So I I'd have a hard time believing that. Um, but anything you never know nowadays, I would say hey, no, but I got I got both of you got, either of you have kids. I got to ask you this. Hell yeah. Or hell not question. I've been thinking about if you mm. had kids, all right, if you had kids, hell yeah or hell no, you would absolutely make them play outside. That's a good mm. question. You guys are thinking about it. God damn, that's why we're I'm not thinking about, about it. Man. I was just going to let Smitty go first. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting question. Like, my, my, my natural instinct says hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my natural gut says hell yeah. It's the world is so fucked up now, though. Like kids don't play outside, so I mean they're gonna go outside and be by themselves. Why like, would um let I a creeper probably... a creep come grab them? Or something? I don't know. It is a, it, the world's fucked up. Like yeah, ideally yes, but like I gotta think a little bit more. It's just a weird world now. I would probably you know kind of you know go out with my kid and like throw baseball, whatever, and, and yeah. try to be out there with him, and then he kind of gets used to it and. Maybe meets if look if there were no kids in the neighborhood, it was just him outside. I don't know. That might be a little. Let me let me let me ask you a question. What were you two most, Jeff? You first. What were you most passionate about as a kid? Well, I was a weird kid, uh, to be fair. But even was, as a uh, weird kid, as a weird kid, it's going to resonate with something. Well, I would say still like sports. I mean, you know, playing out baseball, or basketball, whatever. I mean, I outdoor activities though. Yeah, for sure. That was normal. Same with me. Because I, remember, I stayed outside. Yeah. None of us really, we we all were, were part of the, like, I had the internet, but I didn't have the internet until, like, we were in, like, seventh, eighth grade, you know? Right. right. Like, it, it wasn't like it is now where kids have phones and they're five or six years old. So, yeah, we went out, you know, playing on tr the trampoline or or, or, or or running around. Yeah. I mean, I had did a four-wheeler. Did you guys yeah. like going to school every day? I mean... Uh, I would, day, but. Yeah, I would say I would say I love going to school. It was cool sometimes, but I I, I like I recess. Like I love going to school. I love going to school because 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 of the hoes 
And because I knew I didn't have to do shit. I didn't have to do work. I didn't have to do. I didn't have to break down no goddamn atom. Or no That's neutron. a good point. My dad always made us do stuff like work. Around I went strictly for the women, and I knew that I would get them. We'd go to the house. I'd have a ditch party. I, I mean, like I had, I had that dad where he was never home, and I had the full mm. autonomy of the house. And see, I didn't have all that, so I had to go. I had to go to school, school, get good grades and shit. I, I put it back up to school. Like I kind of got me and my boys. Ruben is if he's in here, he'll tell you like. We kind of ran the bitch. We got out. We got we had we had our boy at the gate. Let us in and out. The motherfucker in the back of the school. We go, we go fucking to the house at the homies. Kick it for lunch. Like a lot of cats couldn't get out. They wonder where we were at lunch. Like we had high school to me was I miss high school to me to me. No, high, no, school, yeah, high, school high school was fun. School. High school, yeah, high school was fun because at that point, you know, you're, you're you're becoming like a young man. And I had a homie who had a similar situation to what you name where his mom would work like at night, and he had a nice crib. He had like a she had a full fucking bar in the garage. So yeah, we have a little sneak little parties in. Girls come through, you know, first time tasting the fucking some drinks. So like, I know the experience that you're saying. If I, it was in my house though. <laughs> if I could do anything. I would want to be taken back to 2004 or like 2005. High school was a gr- what a beautiful time that was. Oh man, what? It, but in general, it was like I think the greatest generation growing up was what I grew when I grew up, late 90s, early 2000s, where you should have seen me. 10th, 11th grade, I got the rockerwear on. I got yeah, it was <laughs> it was dope. You know that was. Sean John, you know, you're hanging out like man, that was Sean those were the John. Days. God damn you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the days, man. I love yeah. those. Man, if I could if I knew that. what I knew now, you take back to high school. Oh, yeah. I would I would be expelled within a day. Be like, bad. Quickly. Be I mean, bad. I'd be and I was a dumb kid, man. That's my mother and father. I was a dumb kid. I listened to everybody but them. Damn. I'm listening to this asshole, this ass, like, you know. Hey, let me ask you something. Um, I used to cuss. My dad got me cussing when I was young. I would cuss in front of my dad. I never would cuss in front of my mom. Never, ever. To, to this day, I don't cuss in front of my mother. I, pro- I slipped up a couple times, but for whatever it's, reason, it's crazy now. Isn't I don't that feel. Crazy? I don't feel right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't you think? Don't don't you feel? Doesn't it like weird now? And when you see these young ass punk kids walking around telling old ladies "fuck you, bitch" and shit, like they oh, he's, yeah, real change. young. Yeah, that's 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 the sad thing when you see young kids talking like that. Nah, it is messed up. I I had one time when I was a kid, and and this embarrassed. A one I can't remember what situation was. I was like outside playing in the neighborhood. I was like 13, 14. It was me and some like some a couple other people in the neighborhood. And it was it was a younger kid that was there too, and I guess they in the younger kid maybe me and other the other kids were cussed or said something inappropriate out loud whatever the case may be. And the little kid I guess went home and told their mom. So the mom came back over there. I don't know who this, who this woman is, and she's like going. She's like individually point like picking at like pointing at me and you know you you shouldn't be talking like this in front of my kid. Ooh, and like kind of going off. And I remember like I was like 13, 14. I remember I. I Cussed her ass out as like a 13, 14 year old. And I was so scared that she would like go tell like my mom. Cause I know at the end of the day, I should have been unfairly pointed out, singled out. But at the same time, I, I was raised not to be fucking. I was like, I like dogged her. I was cut. And I don't know what came in me to do at that, at that moment. But I, mean, I was so scared that damn, like 
if my mom finds out that I didn't cuss the grown woman out and caught out her name, it's going to be hell for me. So it's funny y'all bring that up. The worst thing you hear when you're a kid, like 10, 12. Yeah. My mother used to say this. And I knew, and there was one or two times where this happened where she would say, wait till your father comes home. I remember, so my dad at the, my dad still is in the construction business, but at the time my dad had a big diesel truck. Like you could hear when he was coming down the street <laughs> and, and I, you know, and you know, what you always do as a kid, right? She says, wait till he comes home. He'll walk in the door and I'd be like, Hey dad, how you doing? What's good? You know, I, I never talked to my dad, but I acted like I buttered up and she goes, listen to what your son did. And I, him, and I hear him walking up the stairs and I'm thinking, oh man, this ain't gonna be like this ain't gonna be good, man. Hey, just the whole time, like that whole day, like as you're waiting for him to come home, you're just in your room, just like thinking and quiet, like fuck. Like, hey, I would go home, I, I would clean my room up. I, I would try to be perfect for like the, the next hour or two in hopes that mom will forget or forget yeah. or something. Yeah. Please don't and you know me. my dad, and this is funny because my dad operated like a mob boss. Let me tell you how. Yeah, yeah. He would never tell me he was going to do something, right? He would just do it, right? So he would – I've told the story before. One time – you remember Sidekicks, the phone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, flipped up and had, like, a keyboard and stuff. So my dad is the same name as me. And when I was a kid, I would go to the mall and open cell phone plans in my father's name just so I could get phones and stuff. Yeah. So one time I did that. I'm coming out of dinner two months later with this black and white sidekick. I'm feeling like I'm the man. He's like, that's a nice phone. Where do you get that? I said, no, nah, I, you know, I found a way it's prepaid. He goes, Oh, well, listen, he goes, um, let me see it. Breaks it in half. And I, I go, what the fuck? Like he goes, you know, it's funny. Your mother got a phone plan today from T-Mobile, a bill. He goes, I don't have that. Neither does she. And then I had to just be kind of be like, and I, I remember I had to work. My dad, my dad would always make me work. He has a business. Right. He always made me go work for free for a week or Christmas break or whatever. Yeah. That, that, you would always know when something was going to go down, wait till your father got home. But my dad never, he never said, I'm going to do this. He just did it out of nowhere. You know? Damn. Oh yeah. My dad didn't even say much. Uh, Gripped you. Hell yeah. Hell no. Nah. Do you ever break something at your house out of spite? No. Hell no. I never understand these people that like they'll get like glasses and just throw them on their it's like you know eventually you're gonna have to clean that up, right? Hey, I used to fuck with a Puerto Rican. All the Latina girls out there, hey, I love you guys, but you're crazy as fucking bad shit. I'm gonna be honest. I had a Puerto Rican, she had the bad she was bad, I had ass, like wow. Damn. But anyway, she grabbed a fucking full glass face and threw it on top of a full glass table. And it was the most glass I've ever seen shatter at one time. And I was like, fuck, it's time. You got to go, bitch. You got my fucking house. I'm out of here. That's, my, that's the last straw. But girl, I love you, baby girl. But you motherfuckers crazy as shit. I've never been with a Puerto Rican, but I always hear you always hear the stories, man. Like what once they get mad, it's start talking fast as fuck and all type hey, of go, all go, go, check, go fuck with one dog. Oh, you married, my man. <laughs> Look at you. Hey, Jay, you trying to get me in trouble, man, on the show. This is live. Hey, we can't wait, wait, go fuck with one while you're married and see how long that shit lasts. She that bitch will be at your house acting like she married with you in front of your wife. Talk about being between a rock and a hard place. A, a, a angry black woman and an angry Puerto Rican. 
Bow, 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 bow. It's over for me, boy. It'd be my last show. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you. Hey, hell yeah, hell no. You still ride rides at a carnival or at a at a at Disneyland or I didn't or even do that when I was a kid. You know Have what? You seen- hell yeah. Oh, I, I'll never. I don't trust none of them, motherfucker. And this is why. That's why I don't trust them. First of all, just looking at that bitch glowing right there, fucking 200 feet high, I'm not fucking with it. Hell no, I'm never going to like this. So this flat object with all these people on top basically falls flat straight down. And everybody just gets fucking obliterated. Like, how high is that? 100 feet? Look at that shit just breaks. Holy fuck. Oh, my Damn. God. That's crazy. Hey, now, yo, like, now, go ahead. Oh, real quick. Th- that pole that it's on, right? At the Jersey Shore years ago, there used to be two poles like that. And there was at the bottom a slingshot. You're in like a little capsule, and it would sling you in the air. And I used to think to my now people would pay willingly fifty dollars to do this, and I used to think to myself, I told my mother I would say, "Mom, like, I don't think I would do that for like five thousand dollars to me." Right. Like, right. What would, and you see people doing it all day and all night, every ten minutes. They're just slinging people in the air, and I used to think like, you know, it's a machine, right? All those things can like a bolt could break, uh, you know, like, like it's like going into a submarine or or. Like, I only go into things that I, like, I don't want to fly. I don't really like flying. If I have to do it, I'll do it. But I'm not, I'm not one that willingly likes to do it. Like, I don't want to be in a, a, on on a building that could, a bolt could, I don't, I just don't want to do it. Why do people do that sort of thing? I'm the same way. I'm not putting my position, I'm not putting myself in position for failure. You know what I mean? I, like, again, when I said, hell yeah, I get on rides. I don't get on rides like that. I get on fucking low to the ground shit at universal i get on the simulators at universal like little shit like that and again i don't i, I ain't been to anywhere in a couple years but i never i've never been on like an actual full-blown fucking roller coaster ever in my life call me scary call me whatever i just like i i don't see excitement in the in in, in the feeling of like possibly dying that shit ain't fun to me yeah, I'm not gonna i don't jump none of that i don't shit. get it i don't get these like uh People, what do they call those people? Like a daredevil-ish type? I don't I don't get it. I don't get right, it. Right, right. JB, real quick. This guy said, y'all are brothers. Can you please break down Rico Lauren based upon his pictures? I guess y'all both got a Puerto Rican baby mama, supposedly. Thrower of glass cups, all that. Can you break down our guy Rico Lauren based upon his picture? Uh, Rico looked like one of my homeboys. Uh, I think Rico got some shit bird in him. I think Rico do some shady shit on the side. I think he's done some women wrong. I think the the bitch found out Rico fucked around on him, mm. on her. She got hot. She threw the glass at him. And now Rico talking to us like he didn't do nothing wrong. Get Damn, the fuck Rico. out of here, Rico. You know you did some foul shit. I already see it in you, homie. You got the pro club on too, homie. Come on now. Keep it 100. You got the pro club on. He, he <laughs> hey Rico, Rico Hoodcat. He, you know, we grew up to probably the same generation. Same hey, wake and bake. Hey, wake and bake. You know, he you know he blazed up right now. He didn't wake and wake and bake. Yeah. I got high as hell. I mean, I, 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 you know, I know you high as fuck because your gums. You motherfuckers got your gums is like and your fingertips. I, I know when motherfuckers smoke. Black weed. as fuck. Yo, hey, every weed head got the same fingertips, JB. Every weed head got the same fingertips. I'm trying to tell you, dog. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, hell yeah, hell no. Without saying what you did, 
All right. Has either one of you betrayed a friend? Yes. I'll say what I did. I don't I'm going to say hell no. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not like a perfect motherfucker, and but betrayal, like. Betrayal comes in a lot of ways. Betrayal is strong. I, I don't. Only have I'm you ever fucked with one of your homeboys' girls and never and they don't know to this? Nah, hell, nah, no, I, I mean, but also depends what what like how close of a friend is it? Like, is it a uh, someone I kind of know and cool with, or like best friend? No, I don't think I would do that. But like, but, oh, you say you got a story though, Jeff. Tell us the story. Well, <laughs> see the <laughs> thing is, I don't know how. I, this isn't like a totally great friend. This is just someone that like I kind of know, and at one point we were cool, but I'm not. Like I don't consider them friends, but like best friends, like close friends. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. I mean, so I guess I won't. I tell mean, like your boy. Your, no, your... no, like good friends. No, no, no. Hell no. All right, no. were you ever with quote friends with benefits? Oh, hell yeah, hell yes. No. Yesterday. <laughs> what? How, I, how? What? Who is a friend with benefits to a man? You want me to answer that? Or you answer that, Jeff. Go ahead. You both can answer it because I, I I don't think either one of you have the right answer. Well, I think there's a couple things. I mean, I, mean, I know women have friends with benefits because a man a man's job is what provide and give money. money. So she she the gold digger. She want the money, trips, first class airline t- tickets. Like, what does the guy get from the woman that has benefits other it, than pussy? And it has to be exactly. I'm glad that's my. To me, a real friend will be because you can get pussy from anybody. You know, I don't, I don't want pussy no more like that. It doesn't right. do shit for me. Right, a bit like the last a lifetime. I want some real benefits. Here's what I'm learning about life. I've learned this very quickly. The bullshit you've got to deal with with these fucking broads. Uh oh. I'm, I'm beginning to learn, man. Like as I get older and older, I'm thinking. Do I really want to deal with this fucking hassle? Why do you yeah. think I don't care no more? I'll tell you. And I'm just being real. There are randomly women that are really good at that whole thing. But in the end, it's like, I, why did I do that? And I really, I had no connection to her. I didn't really enjoy it. I could have achieved similar things with my left hand. Let's be real. I could choose the, you know, I'm not a watch porn anymore, but most people would say I could choose the what I want to watch. It's just like I don't like I'm I've done it for so long. Like it's like you go out, you do the same shit, meet the same chicks, you talk, whatever. Maybe you mess with her, but then you realize like, why did I really do that? Like eventually, you want more. I guess. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I yeah, I have more. Good. I have more. And so I, I can tell you guys, man, when you find that right one, you know, there's a lot all, of benefits. And, and I commend you for that because they're all the same. They all want, you know, this and that. And, and then it becomes, you know, why are you talking about this girl when you're with me? Like, because I'm not with you. I don't give a shit what you think. That's why. Yeah, like, Jeff. So is it safe to say you are ready to settle down? Or I just be alone. Like, I'm good being alone. Like, I either want to be alone or, or find someone like really loyal. But that's the thing nowadays. There's not a lot of women really like that, right? That are, you know. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like, man, you might be searching in the wrong places. You know what I'm saying? Like, what energy are you putting out, oh, Jeff? Definitely. What energy are you putting out to bring and receive what you want? 
Are you looking for wiping well, material? Are you looking for home material? But I polluted all of them. I polluted the good ones because of my behavior. Okay. So when I say like, so there's a, I've talked about this uh, girl from Guinea that I talked to. Yeah. Her knock on me is anytime that we're out and I go to the bathroom, a girl comes up to me and says, you know, you're with him. You know, he was with her last week. Right. You know, mm. like, so I have like this town I live in is not that big. We all know each other. Right. So right. my behavior has polluted, let's say maybe a good chick or two. Got you. Got you. I appreciate Hey, I respect for you for being real, but listen, it ain't over yet. You still young. It's a lot oh, of women out here around the world outside of Philly. There's women in this chat right now who's single. So I'm well, just saying, you just never know, Jack. You never know. I'm trying to figure out who I'm calling today to lick ass. Oh my Fuck God. all the other shit. Fuck all what y'all talking about. Well, eventually we'll be like, Coach, uh, we'll hang, hang with our, our Mexican maids and, uh, you know, getting our, you know. Hey, hey, each his own, right? I mean, so hold on, JB, real quick. Let me ask you, JB. JB, are you cool with a girl that's coming over, licking your ass, and then leaving? Like, you ain't got to get no pussy or nothing. Just come lick your ass and leave, you, and you good to go. I mean, with licking ass comes like balls, dick, you know. So, so, but hold on, that's a good question. Once the girl starts licking the ass, does she go back up to the balls and the dick, or does she start dick balls and then end at the ass? Don't lie. But all, all of it. Oh man, so she going the to the ass back to the It's a nine. It's a nonstop top to bottom deal. It's a nonstop top to bottom deal. What are you talking about? Now, now I, I know you won't willingly answer this because I don't you think might. you do it, but I'm going to ask. You're not going to do the crazy thing involving her mouth and your mouth, right? After that, what? What a crazy thing? Like uh, kissing her? No, fuck <laughs> no. We are. We already talked about this. No, uh, just no. making sure. No. Because oh, guess what, Jeff? Guess what, Jeff? I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You might have kissed someone that's licked my ass. That is what people. Oh, out no, here I know for a fact that's never. That happened. is what the guys out here need to understand. Why you're just a bitch that licked my ass no, at the club. I, I don't mess with girls from Kansas where you were. I don't mess with girls from California where you are. So I think we're good on that. Now, Jay, we've been around the block though. He's been in Philly. Here who want to talk shit have probably kissed a bitch and slipped my ass. By the way, because I'm gonna be honest. All of you in this room have kissed someone that sucked the dick. Let's just be real. Don't well, don't sit here. I mean, I mean, eventually they, you know, maybe I wouldn't kiss a girl right away, but she brushes her teeth eventually. Take shout, you know. It's <laughs> no, 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 no. Time out. You're missing the point. All of you in this fucking room and chat and 500 people watching have kissed the bitch and sucked the dick. Stop playing. That's probably true, man. That's and Jeff true. just got the truth bomb, and he's like. Fuck, Damn. I know I've kissed someone that sucked the dick before I've ever did it. Well, we all have. I mean, I guess deep down we all have. But, like, if, if a girl's doing that to me, like, I'm not kidding. Yesterday, this happened. She's tr trying to – and I don't kiss. I don't kiss girls I don't date. Like, I'm, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't want to – rules. Oh, I, 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 you, if I kiss you, dog, it's something serious. Yeah, if, if, if she tries to kiss me, you don't want to – I said, no, I don't. We're not together. You know, like – but, yeah, she tried to kiss me. And on top, she just did certain things. And I said, what do you think this is? Like, hey, let me, let me ask you this. Have you ever kissed someone's booty cheeks? Yes. Of course yes, you have, right? I, I've bite, bite the cheek <laughs> all time. It, listen, it's, it's a different. I'm not, listen, I think it's a different conversation if you're saying shit like a man eat his girl ass. I think it's a different conversation. But something about being a man's man, a grown-ass man, 
boot got your boots on your hard app. Something about a man sitting back with his legs cropped up like this, like hey, the I'm going back to my point that you're missing. You do know the ass is nutted on more than anything else, right? You know you've kissed more ass cheeks with but, motherfuckers. But, but, but again, anybody. <laughs> you I mean, it seems like you're living in a community where no one takes showers, right? Like in a community. What is it, an Amish community? Uh, you're, you're I'm talking? just saying, you guys are talking about this like it's a tit for tat. You're so worried about getting your ass ate, but you're sucking ladies' asses that's got nut it's on not it. The point of, it I mean, it's, not, it's not the point of we, I look, I get why you would want to do it. It's some sort of pleasurable experience, probably. However, it's just the thought of that to me is just, I, it's a compromising, weird position that I don't want to be in. Now you a grown ass man, JB. Like JB, like you, you lean back like that with both your legs back, and you holding your ankles up. Like you, a grown man should be in that position. And, and no shame at all. I don't know. It's- and, and, and 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 whenever motherfucker want to feel froggy, go ahead and leap and test your boy. Go ahead. See, that's what people don't want to fucking you understand. You. Like you, you can be a full grown gangster man, alpha male, all that. You can get yeah, your yeah, ass on me, real shit. But truthfully, though, a lot of people say, and this is just the truth, a lot of dudes will say, as long as I don't fuck, is if I just get my dick sucked by a, a trans, I'm not gay. Oh, uh, I'm not. A, I'm not agreeing on all that. Hey, so, JB, hey, hey, hold on. JB, whole tone just shifted like instantly. I'm not fucking with no made up human. Period. Ever. So you're not even gonna be. Let a, me ask you though. What have you didn't know? What if you just thought it was a chick? No, I'm not gonna. That's the problem. That's see, that's the problem with some of you motherfuckers thinking. There's no fucking way that I don't know. I've been around this thing fucking too long. I know. And if it's a little bit suspect, it's a no. It, it ain't gonna be like, fuck, homie, her jawline is square as fuck and her hands are huge, but I think it's a woman. No, I'm out. And, and, and the, man, the bitch got some David Robinsons on size 15, but I think she's just a volleyball player at fucking Alabama. No, she's not. She's a fucking dude. I'm out. Jamie, let me ask you this, JB. Why, why are you getting your ass saved by, by a nice young lady? Are you you want to know what's even better? I mean, hold on, time out. Right, you know ahead. what's a better one? The girl licking my ass and the other girl on my dick. <laughs> let me ask nope. Don't trip. Let me ask you this: if, if while a nice young lady is behind there giving you that special treatment, if she if she put her two fingers in there, are you allowing her to do that? It's hard to put two fingers in there while you're licking it. So no, no, here's I'm, 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 here's I'm, my I'm, rule. Here's I'm, my rule. What's the rule? rule? Like is that is that what's the rule? Right, here's, here's my rule. Like you 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 could rub it while you lick it, but it ain't no going in there. Okay, so you get real because you be on the outside, you but you can't. St- as soon as you insert, it's a no no. Yeah, dog. I mean, don't be mad at the player. Hate the game. Don't I'm just, the game. I'm trying to learn the rule. I don't do this shit. So I'm just saying, like, as a gangster, I don't know if you, if you I, I would assume you probably don't want nothing stuck up in your ass, but I don't know, though. I don't nah, know. But but she put her tongue up in there, though. This motherfucking nasty, Jeff. You see what yeah, I deal with on the daily, Jeff? I'm, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all. Hey, see, the thing is, though, like 20 years ago, I, I would have probably did this shit and denied it. See, now I'm too too on. I'm too too honest because you got to think about shit when you lie. I don't want to think about shit. Hey, I, I respect. Just, I respect that. I respect that you real though. I was most you men will not say will this. Do it. You are going to do it one day. I promise you. So you're telling me. Hold on. Time out. 
So Big Smitty came on here earlier, Jeff, and he was like, I don't feel bad for no mil- billionaires, and I'll take their money, and I'll fucking do this. But you're telling me you lick ass and won't get your ass licked? What part of the well, game first, is that? First of all, and, and I'll say this very openly, I would never do that, first of all. Second do of what? all. Do what? Second of all. Lick ass. I would never do that. Second of all. Big Smitty will lick ass, but he won't get his ass licked. Second of all, you got to be a freaky motherfucker. I'm a freak. I I'm do not. a lot of shit, but you I don't want my a, ass touched to it. I'm cool off that. You've got to be a very special woman for me to even eat you out, to be fair. See, nah, see, Jeff, see, that's what we disagree, Jeff. Jeff, we grown as fuck. We grown yeah. ass men. Uh, hey, if, 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 if you hanging with a woman, y'all actually, and y'all get to that point, and you expect her to give you head, give you all that special attention. I don't. I don't you, care if she does. I don't care. You don't want no head, Jeff. I don't care. I'll just I'm trying to fuck. I don't care about nothing else. So you don't care about so Jay, so Jay, you start doing you don't care about no foreplay. You don't care about no hair. You want to go home and just go straight in. You ain't gotta be wet or nothing. Just go like nah, like a good sexual experience. You gotta do foreplay. That's you gotta right. touch, you gotta touch on the breast. I, I gotta I gotta educate y'all, man. Women like to be warmed up like a microwave. You can't Real just quick. stick the meat into the fucking oven and eat it. But remember, we're talking this is different lives. Your wife, I get that. I would be, be totally different if I had a wife. But the, these, 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 I'm going to just be real. These trash pails, I'm not doing that with. Sorry. But why? I don't, you're, why I'm, you I'm in control here. Not but you. why are you fucking on me? I know. That's my point. Like, don't put your dick in something that you don't want to, you don't want to touch. Because don't put your dick in something like, you don't want to taste. But again, I'm not, these people are not worth that. They're just not. Damn. But, but, but but they're worth you putting your penis inside them. See, that's the problem with men these days, man. We gotta we gotta make a decision. If we gonna if we gonna put the, we gonna go inside of them with that, then you then, then they if they're not worth one thing, they ain't worth the other thing. Like you gotta pick it too. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Got a lot to learn, man. You youngsters got a lot to learn. I'll take my dick sucked all day, every day. I'll never even come close to pussy. I don't even want to smell your budussy. You hold on, you don't. Hold on, you too, JB. Then get the fuck out. I don't give a fuck about. Hold on, JB. Fuck. No, no, Jay. No, no. No, 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 no. You youngsters gonna learn today. Y'all gonna learn today. You know what you gonna learn? Take some head and get up out of there. You know why? You want you stick your dick in that. Thing, you are obligated to take her drama, her noise, her crying, her bitching, her taking her out. You are obligated. Fuck that. <laughs> I won't fuck another pussy in my life if the head is right. Stop fucking y'all with me. Cali, well, I'm learning y'all Cali motherfuckers is selfish. I'm from the Midwest, Indiana, 317. I'm a giver, dog. I'm a I'm a giver by nature. I'll eat the pussy if it's right. And I'll eat it all night. All right, all right. All right. Uh, I should be a rhymer. But here's the thing. Don't get it twisted. I got to ask you this question, Jeff and, and Smitty. At what point do you even go down to test the waters to see how fishy they smell? <laughs> when I'm in that zone, though, like, I'm a different breed. Like, right, It's hard to explain right now because I'm we chilling. I'm with the fellas. When I'm in that See, all the old heads in here get me. See, all the old heads in this motherfucker get me. When I'm in that zone, like who knows what the fuck I might do in that moment? I'm a different breed, yo. I'm a I'm I'm, I'm a different breed. I don't know, like Jeff got he got a lot of rules. He ain't he ain't doing too much for the oh, this is, Hey, listen, I'm firmly understanding. I'm not normal. I get it. You're a different right? breed, Jeff. But like, breed. for instance, last night I did a Twitter Spaces on a murder investigation that I'm very interested in. A lot of people are interested in it. Yeah, and I justified how. 
One of the things the guy did that's weird is he took his trash and put it in other people's trash can. Okay. And I justified that that's not that weird. And I'll tell you why. Sometimes I have trash in my brand new house and I don't want it sitting outside my house. So you know what I do? This is probably legal in the homeowners association policy. I take my trash up to the construction trash can and throw it out. I scurry up there and in the dark and I throw it out. And I'm sure they're probably not too happy with me, but I do it. I don't want my trash sitting in my trash can. It smells bad and I don't want it sitting outside of my house. So I do that. There's a lot of weird things I do. I admit that. I'm weird. That's why it's going to take a perfect woman to understand me. But there's no perfect women. There's no perfect men. So but you got to learn not, you gotta learn who to live with and I'm live not, with their flaws. If, if, if my girl's playing tennis and she comes home, get in the shower, and then we can hang out. That's cool. That's cool. You That's fair. Right? That's cool. I just think, now that I know y'all more, I'm glad we had this conversation. I understand why both of you motherfuckers are single. And and if you guys if you guys want to find that special one, listen to your boy, and I can educate y'all, man. Because this this is this is this is this is a lorry, man. We got some people in the chat who's on Jeff's side, some people in the chat on JB's side, some people in the chat on my side. It's kind of it's like splitting thirds right now. So maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm tripping, maybe I'm too much of the giver. I don't know, man. But we threw out into the show right now, thirsty Thursday, JB. I'm a giver, dog. I'm a giver all day long, but like friendships are based on shared interests, correct? Yeah. And nowadays, relationships are created by what political side of the fence you're on. Fuck that. I that, That's where we are nowadays. Motherfuckers, if, I bet you people meet Jeff at the club and they'll be like, you Democrat, fuck you. Like, that's where we are right now. It's crazy. I hear you, man. I hear you, man. Nah, well, I don't know, dog. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. I'm just telling you. One day, though, both of you motherfuckers gonna have your ass ate and you thank me to death. You're gonna thank me to death. No, no. I don't think I'm going to. That's what me and Jeff actually we, we agree on that one. Me and Jeff ain't doing that. My my, my God. If it happens, I'll let you know. But it ain't gonna happen, man. But I'm gonna continue this conversation in the fucking Discord, JB. I gotta go. Hit, I gotta go. I gotta pump some iron. I didn't work work out yesterday, JB. You messing up. I gotta get in the weight room, JB. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I, see, that's the thing, dog. That's why I don't do all that no more. I got. I, I got no reason to impress. Like it is what it is. I impress you with my dogs. Guess what? You like them or don't? <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. Either way. Either way. Guess what? Your head game's going to grade you out. <laughs> Your head game's going to grade you out. Right. And B, I may never even put my finger down. I might not even finger fuck with my diamonds like Pac said. I might not even have to do it because I don't want to smell it. Because Let me just say I this. Smell it, Jeff. When I find... A deal breaker, Jeff. I'm so scared, Jeff, to smell the pussy nowadays that it just I'm scared it's going to be a deal breaker well, and I don't want to have that problem. So just when I find <laughs> that woman that's key enough where we get married and we're happy, I will probably do a lot of things. Surely, cuz she'll be just a different breed. But there's one thing I will never do and I I, I mean this. I just there's no redeemable reason for me to ever want to do this. What you just discussed JB that you like doing with your feet up, that's never going to happen to me. <laughs> just saying. Don't ever I don't care say, how great a girl is. No, ever say never. Listen, most chicks don't want to do that anyway. So I'm all right with that. 
Hey, women, I'm sorry out here. I'm not to be trying to be sexist. I'm just telling you. Like, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I'm trying to help y'all. Um, it's a deal breaker if I go down there and I smell something and it's just not, it's if anything close to Badusi. Like, it should be absolutely flawless. Should it not? Like, I don't get it. Like, you expect my balls to be smelling good. I expect your shit to smell right. Like, and if it doesn't, there's probably not a shot. You have no shot. I don't know. Jeff, I've had literal 12 pieces at my house that were better than any of these IG models you've seen that smell like absolute fucking all dick and pussy mix along with some tuna and some chicken of the sea. And I'm like, get the fuck out. Well, at some point, you got to go. You got to find out. Like, you can't let, don't let your trauma mess it up for the next woman and the future women. You know what I mean? Don't let the previous actions and inactions. Well, see, that's the problem, man. You know? When you have something that, like, it's it's like, I'm not going to relate what I'm dealing It's not PTSD. I would not, I would not belittle PTSD saying that I have it because of some of my experiences. But when something happens to you as a young man, and I was like literally, you know, mid to late teens when this happened, yeah. I have been forever. It was like when I was a kid and I got spooked by a little black cat. Mm. I hate cats to this day. I skeeve cats. They make me sick. Right. I don't like them. Get away from me. I, I'm I'm forever scarred with a certain thing that happened to me regarding a smell like JB discussed. So hey Smitty, you gotta get in the Discord when you're working out because these motherfuckers are going crazy in there. Uh, we got a free B. B. Mart though. He's got to get back. Uh, free B. Mart, man. We got Leon back. We got. We got to get. We got to get. Uh, 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 we got to get B. Mart back, man. We got to get B. Mart back. Hey, uh, Jeff. We appreciate you as always, man. Uh, are you got to make sure you guys follow him? Uh, his crime sh- uh, show. A lot of you guys have Thank followed him from the Discord. Over Jeff's in the Discord too, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah, I got to get back in there. There's so much going on in there. You miss several days sometimes. <laughs> I, I, Jeff, Jeff probably just watching all you weirdo fucks, and then he just he'll come in later and comment on you. Uh, but make sure you, a lot of you guys followed him on TikTok on his crime show that he does on TikTok. Lucy follows uh, pretty heavy. She watches on YouTube and TikTok, but. Uh, Follow that on YouTube as well. Best crime show out there. And uh, Jeff, as always, appreciate the free game. And uh, hey, I know you're going to be drinking Modelo tonight. They they passed up Bud Light, number one beer in America. I'm a Dos Equis guy now. I love Dos Equis. Mexican beer is great. Tecate. Tecate. Let's go to Mexico. Let's go to Mexico. Tecate is very good. That's a good I'll never go to Mexico. Fuck But yeah, Mexico. I wouldn't go to Mexico. Thank you. Hey, real quick before we go, did you hear what the Sinaloa cartel did recently? I yeah, saw I it with the fin- uh, fentanyl or something. Listen, Darnell, this is how synonymous this is. Okay. So several months ago, the brother, the sons of Chapo Guzman, they run the Sinaloa cartel, half of it. Yeah. They told their people, we do not sell fentanyl anymore. No fentanyl. Some dickheads were selling fentanyl. And guess what they did? They killed them and put a big pile of fentanyl pills on like a little area. They yeah. threw the bodies in the fentanyl pills. And that's how they were discovered. No fentanyl. Hey, they got their standards. Well, let's remember though they've shoveled billions of pills into this country. So they got their standards. They've already done their damage, coach. Right, man. So that's crazy. I I, I guess no Mexico there. I guess I appreciate you. I'll see you next week. Peace. Um. Woo.
Another Thursday Thursday. We're back tomorrow. Uh, Fearless Friday, free game Friday, fired up Friday. We got a lot going on to get you into the weekend. Uh, you guys, make sure you want to DM us or email us anything you want us to talk about. Hit us up. We'll do it. We'll do it. We're getting closer to our last chance you series, dog. We're, we're making, making traction already on it. We're setting up a whole thing. I got the whole film crew coming by the house tomorrow. They're going to set it up and see what it looks like in the lounge. Uh, people like Eric Weddle, I'm going to have a bunch of players come to the house or on chat on, on Zoom like this, and they'll come through and we'll watch show by show as I sip some yak, smoke a stick, and then we're going to have like questions being asked. Like You'll come over, Smitty, and ask me questions like, boo, 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 and then I'll ask you, like, what, are you, what would you do right here? Like It's going to be an all-tell-all, and I'm going to turn it into a book as well. It's about to blow the fuck up, but we're going to only show all the exclusive content on patreon so if it's worth your 20 bucks you'll go be a member today patreon we're trying to build it up before we start the series and we're going to start the series probably right before the football season hits off so it's coming very soon but you got to ante up because it's going to be some fire uh can't wait to see it my god can't wait to see it man make sure if y'all want to continue these crazy conversations and learn more about uh jb's ass adventures join the discord you gotta be a member to get the discord link so make sure you do that. And, uh, man, another good Thursday. I'm about to hit this gym, get these muscles looking right, get this chest looking right because I didn't work out yesterday, and uh, get ready for this long-ass day at work as well. So let's go. No it. doubt. Enjoy, man. Stay safe. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. I'll have a daily rant later on today. 4 o'clock, the daily rants come out every day. Something comes out at 4 o'clock every day on this channel, so make sure you stay tuned at 4 o'clock because we'll have something. So hit the bell notification. Hand that like button before you get out of here. Go check out the CoachABStore.com and check out Blue Chew. Use the ch- promo code JBSHOW. Appreciate everybody, man. And uh, like always, much love. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Coach JB Show with my main man, Darnell Smith, a.k.a. Big Smitty. I'm going to bring some light to the darkness, man. I'm going to light it up in this mug, man. So I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be fire and ice. Uh, even though you got you bring that heat as well, you might be that ice that cool me down a little bit. Played at Ball State. You've been at Fox Sports with great people around you. You've had Lil Wayne on your show. I respect, I respect the hell out of you to see that you're doing what you're doing and still doing what you're doing for real. The way you do it, man. You said from day one, you had the same enthusiasm. You keep the same enthusiasm and it's fucking contagious. We're about to give them this, uh, this fire and ice. The Coach AB Show with Big Smitty.